Welcome everybody to another episode of Three Brews In, where I have a strange feeling of deja vu. I'm here with my friends Justin and Travis. We are recording from the Phallus Palace in Altoona, Wisconsin. Because uh, <laughs> I'm looking right over Justin's shoulder at my door. Oh yeah, that it's a just... giant dick. <laughs> Look at that. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a bit of an odd tip, but I mean. <laughs> It's it's you know for her pleasure. <laughs> Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. All right. Welcome, guys. Yeah. Um, Good to see Justin, you. Boys. Should we just get into this? This oh. is. Uh, oh yeah. So this podcast is based on the fact that we uh, we drink some beers, hit record, drink some more beers, and talk about the Brewers and baseball and all kinds of other stuff. Boobs. And uh, we always choose a different Wisconsin craft beer emphasis on the different Mm -hmm. um travis decided to go another direction today justin you want to tell us what happened uh yeah yeah travis uh if you're a a fan of the show or if you know uh know the show uh you can uh, listen to the first three minutes of episode uh, 26 and you can get the description of the beer we're having today because it is rebel kent by uh what what was it sheep's head brewing (laughs) <laughs> oh, three three sheeps. Three oh, sheeps. Just stare at the can, Justin. But no, you called a sheep's you head should, in episode yeah. twenty six. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're we're drinking the same beer. As, we're drinking the as, same beer as that we did two years ago. Yeah. yeah. So, Travis, you want to explain yourself? Yeah, I mean, I've gone in the last half hour, forty five minutes, from just deeply apologetic <laughs> to just deflecting and you know trying to make these guys responsible or try to minimize and do all the things. At the end of the day, I. I messed up. I, I, you know what? I'm going to leave it up to you guys if you include the mitigating circumstance. Nope, 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 no. That's wrong because that in and of itself is is going down a road I'm not comfortable. I messed up. I just messed up, and um, I was telling these two, and I'm not sure that they totally believe me that. I have checked before, and I've been very conscious of this. <laughs> and my personality doesn't really lend to this kind of fuck-up. I'll fuck up in a thousand ways, but I would have bet money that I would have been the last person to double up a beer. And it's exactly what I did. I feel badly, and you know, I'm going to have what's ever coming for the next two, three hours, which will be hot and heavy. That's what she said. <laughs> um, you know, you know I, uh, I blew it. That's what she said. God, that, it just... Honestly, if that's the worst mistake that gets made on this podcast, even today, we've made I, bigger <laughs> mistakes than this. Yeah, we went 12 episodes without microphones, thinking that we were talking into microphones. All right. So, All right. And, All right. And so there's All that. Right. Yeah, yeah. No, you're, you're right. So anyway, uh, welcome, guys. Travis, you want to talk about what made you select this beer? Well, yeah, I mean, I've got, a, I've got a buddy. I guess I've but. got a buddy named Kent who's kind of a rebel, mm-hmm. and I kind of had a half a giggle to the point where I shot a picture um, of the or, or of the uh, the cooler at festival, sent it to my friend. Just said, this is neat, and you know, three six packs later, I'm icing them down, and um, I like the idea. And I'm an IPA guy. Folks know that. If you well, I don't know. Three people probably know that. 
Um, so this is much less. It's, it's like a 5.1 or 5.2-ish. And um, I like the can. And cans sell it for me. Mm-hmm. And Sheep's Head Brewing is, does a great job. And they are out of where? Where are we at? They are out of Sheboygan. Nice town. Gave her the Sheboygan. Somebody we used to work with said that all the time, and it doesn't oh. have a lot of meaning. Mm-hmm. But, yep, tossed right. her the Sheboygan. All right, so that's what we we yeah, have. That's what I thought. <laughs> that's what we <laughs> that's what we got today. So we have okay. a bunch of topics that we have to get to. But before we do that, we we have to cover another beer that we have never reviewed on this on this show. <laughs> yeah, which is I guess weird. But there's a reason I guess that we never got around to it. And I'll just tell the story quick. We did a uh, a remote episode, I guess, over at Ambibulous Brewery right in in Altoona. I think we start. We got there at eleven. I think when they opened oh, up, yeah. and and started the podcast at noon. And by two thirty three o'clock, we were almost literally rolling out of the brewery, just completely sodded and oh, yeah. just bombed, wasted because we drank the hanky panky. There, I think I think all three of us were battling for the call at ten thirty in the morning. What did I say? What did I do? And yeah. it was yeah. like I was trying to apologize, and these monkeys were kind of the same deal. Well, what I? How was I? Or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it so, was it was that 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 horrible like oh, couple of man. minutes when you wake up and you're trying to piece together like. And oh, you're shit. and all you're what thinking happened? about is brushing your teeth, and you got the did I puke or should I have puked? Yeah, and and then you're like, oh god, okay, I got to ride home. That's good. That's most important. Yep. And then you get into what did I say? What did I do? And then I started those phone calls, and I felt a little bit better <laughs> because you guys weren't much better than me if no, at all. No, I I dumped, brushed my teeth. I dumped a beer all over my couch that night at home. Just I slept out on my. In my three seasons room, just oh, like yeah. oh, it was not a not a not a pleasant night. I remember getting. But anyway, that was that was hanky panky to six right. eight, and we said at the time, um, because it wasn't our fault, it was, it yeah. was somebody else's fault yeah. or the beer's yep. fault, and we're like, well, hanky panky comes in at six point eight, so we made a rule. I think the next episode that uh-huh. said we will yes. never have a six point eight. We'll have six nine. We'll have six seven. We'll never have a six eight. I think we even had a talk because one of us saw a beer to six eight five and said, "Oh shit, that's good to go." Yeah, just was, no six point eight. And then we found out, Josh, that one of our favorite beers, locally crafted at right. Brewing Project, the Gunpowder IPA that they've been making for years now that we absolutely love, is in fact a six point eight. And I. I, we all should have known that, mm-hmm. yeah. but I think if you would have like made me say it ten minutes before you sent that text, I would have said I think it's a six four. I would have gone at a six two. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't think it was nearly. Mm-hmm. It was nearly that high, and the double for God's sake is probably eighteen. You know, it, it's a killer. But I did not think that the regular was six eight. So here, here's what we we face, folks, is because of this. Number one, a lot of time has passed um, since that episode. Number two. One of our kind of favorite local beers. I mean, super local beers mm-hmm. is a 6.8. Do we do we rescind the rule? Thoughts? Well, here's what, here's my thought. Would would Dennis Eckersley want to ever face Kurt Gibson again? Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. 100% he would. So the, mm. the bat, Eckersley gave up the home run to Kurt Gibson at yep. Dodger Stadium. And, I'm, I'm, I love where yep. you're going. And, right. Yeah. So w- if you ask Dennis Eckersley, yeah. hey, would you, 
want Larusa at that time to pull you if you came into that type of situation again. And you know what Eckersley's answer would be? Hell no, I'm mm-hmm. better and I can get him. Yep. And I will get him. Right. Uh, he got me. I'll get him nine times out of ten. He got me the one. Give me the ball every single time. So my answer is we 100% rescind the rule so we can have gunpowder. Coach? Absolutely. No, I 100% agree. And I'm pretty sure that we've gone over 6-8 in an episode. We have. Oh, maybe we haven't. I, I think no, people. we haven't gone I, over 6-8 oh. since then. We got it at a 6-7-5 once. Yeah. That was as close as we got. How many months ago was this? That this that was episode seven. I mean, that was that was episode seven. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So yeah, I I think I think you know convicted murderers have spent less time in prison than we what we've done to hanky panky. So mm-hmm. I yeah. vote to rescind that with with just kind of an asterisk. Um, you know, I think they're on kind of a double secret probation of yeah, sorts. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, right. You know what? It was September twelfth, twenty twenty. Also, was twenty twenty. So it's been. It's it was COVID, almost three years. It was years. COVID and our reflection <laughs> of um, the nineteenth anniversary of nine eleven that really kind of pushed us over. That well, that's probably what it was. <laughs> I had not processed nine yeah. eleven yeah. properly. No, right. and that's on you. Mm-hmm. Right. All right, and we're. We're three years later. I mean, we're we're more experienced. We're veteran podcasters now. I don't think we made. Well, I I mean, six eight mistakes. The yet. the edge we that, have working microphones for Christ's sake. The edge that that YouTube bring. I mean, just the seriousness. I mean, just seeing you walk in the door today, Coach. It was like this is not 2020. Just or Coach, this is this is a whole new deal. This is tip of the spear kind of guy. Right. And um, I'd like to think that I've improved. And um, Josh, you have immensely. And mm. that's mm-hmm. not that's not. All right, so we got a lot of things to get to today. We have a lot of things. So we've officially agreed the 6-8 rule is rescinded and gone? Rescinded. Well, like it's it's sidelined for now. It's sidelined. I mean, if one of us did something dumb after drinking it, we'd have to reimpose the rule. But I've matured. I don't think I'm going to do that again. No, certainly not. not Or I'm not going to go to an upstairs balcony area where you have to navigate stairs, just go to the bathroom, which I know is a problem. By the way, is it somehow easier to drink tap beer? Yes. Like it just yeah, it goes down. It goes down easier, easier yeah. right? So that's that's another reason to. Well, there. and the and the daytime thing got me too. It yep. was just like you know, I, I was just like a little puppy on a on, on a nipple. You know, it's like right. I'm not gonna really stop. Yeah. Because I knew I'd ride home. Yeah. So. That was our first. That's our only time we've ever drank draft beer on this podcast. Yeah, too. you're right. Because we never. Because. At my old place, I had a tap, but we never. We never uh, drank. I never drank. I'm just going to throw in one more quick comment okay. about that. I do remember that they came in the smaller, almost like snifter kind of things, and I know they're like they, they were uh, like a snifter, but they were taller. They were taller, but okay. in my mind, they didn't uh, have as much. Yeah. Okay. And that's the point I'm trying to make. So I had to make up for my perceived. Yeah. Yeah. Really, none of that was our fault. That's what I've. <laughs> Determined no, from that. No, none of it was our fault. All right. So, like I said, we got a lot of things to talk about, a lot of special things. But Justin, there is something that you want to talk about um, that you kind of brought to our attention. Not a not a fun topic. I'm sick of saying sad goodbyes on this show. Yeah. Um, but why don't you go ahead with what you wanted to to cover on that? Oh yeah. So uh, one of our loyal listeners, and by one of them, I mean he's probably one of the five people outside of us that frequently and um, Steve. Steve listens. Steve listens. Your mom listens. My mom listens. Uh, Stephanie listens. Yep. And, and then, that's about it. Yeah, and then Josh. Um, mm. 
Uh, he is a yeah. um, um, buddy of mine from re, uh, from a training uh, back in the day. Um, he works uh, down at the Oregon Police Department, and he uh, was one. Of, he was their first canine handler um, that they've ever had. Um, He's at Oregon. Oregon. My yeah, kid Dane played County. played Oregon in a baseball tournament last weekend. Really? Yeah. Yes. Probably right next door to right? Brooklyn, Wisconsin, <laughs> where Aunt, Uncle Quentin and Marion lived. Oh yeah. Before it became a Madison suburb. True oh, story. You're making that up. I thought you. Were oh no no no! I know all about Brooklyn. Yeah. And Brooklyn, Wisconsin, population three fifty had a Mercedes Benz dealership. Sweet. Can't right. make it up. No. Anyway, yes. Sweet. So yeah, Josh. Uh, yeah. Got their first uh, K nine to K nine Vendi um, on October thirty first of 2010 um vendy passed away um at the beginning of the month um uh, was 13 years old um so we just want to give kind of our condolences and thoughts to to josh down there um he served as a police canine for 11 years um after retiring in 2021 spent uh retirement he had an 11 year career career. that's unheard of for folks that don't aren't aware absolutely october 31st 2010 Mm -hmm. to october 31st uh, 2021 um, spent two years in retirement and, and passed away oh. at age of 13. So, yeah. um, you know, condolences to you, Josh. Yep. And Bendy was the goodest of all puppies and, 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 and dogs. So our yep. thoughts are with you, buddy. Absolutely. Thinking of you, brother. You bet. Okay. So, yeah, definitely um, RIP to Bendy. That's that's sad. Um, we. What do you guys want to cover? Should we get to the Brewer stuff mm-hmm. right away? Sure. Okay, so what what I had framed in in this uh, in this itinerary was don't look now, but the Brewers might be good, and all of a sudden, <laughs> I, I mean, we we had talked last couple episodes at least about how awful they were, terrible their offense turned out, people were getting injured. I just saw it. Uh, they've used fifty one different players uh, this year, which is tied for the most in the major leagues. It's, yeah. It's been a, just a shit show of a season, but they're sitting in first place. But they're sitting in first place, and yeah, we talked. Yeah, it's a shit oh. division, and it is a shit division. There's not much, but the all of a sudden, who knew that the Reds would be our our main comp- competition? Right. Um, but whatever, they still won. They beat the hell out of the Reds. I think they took what five or six out of the the two series, like straddling the mm-hmm. the All Star break. So they're they're doing well, which puts them in the so like driver's seat of being buyers they have to be buyers right at the trade deadline and trade deadline is one of my favorite times of the year because i love just like it's so huge it it, really is it's great and so you think okay so they have to make improvements obviously at first base because now rowdy telez you see his injury by the way no you hear about what he did no but i it was something stupid wasn't it super stupid so he was getting back he was going to play in the philadelphia series which started yesterday and he was out in the outfield shagging fly balls the game before that. And he, like, kind of bumped into the wall, and his ring finger got stuck in the padding or something. Jesus. It ripped the fingernail off and broke the tip of the finger. He had to get 17 stitches. Jesus. In the tip of his finger. What well, is there no more brewer injury than that? Just some weird, bizarre shit, and he's out, like, maybe a month or something? That's West Helm slipping on the Astro turf in the in the dugout uh, hallway in Tropicana. Fuck, good, 
Great pull, right. Just some rando, bizarre injury. Not that Rowdy Telez was doing shit anyway. He was horrible, and they were already talking about making upgrades. But he was coming back from a, a forearm injury yeah. that they thought, well, maybe that was the issue. And once he heals from that, he can get back and hit. Well, now you have to go out and, and get somebody because props to Owen Miller, who's been playing fine <laughs> and doing great at first Owen base. Miller. But right. sorry, you can't ride with that. And, no. and Brian Anderson, who was playing third, is now hurt and has been pretty shitty anyway. So you've got to go out and get somebody. But the problem becomes, so now with the, with the MLB playoffs being what they are, like a lot of teams are in it. Like more more teams are like on that mm-hmm. cusp or whatever. So, a, as a owner or a GM, if your team is on the cusp, well, we might get in. You can't become sellers, no. Even though you don't have a really realistic shot, right? So you have to think, well, are are we buyers? So there's a very so, small group of teams who are sellers. So what it does is narrows the the players that you can trade for, and then drives up the price of those few players who are on those teams. Yep. And the Brewers are historically not going to give up good prospects for for these players. So I, I would wager that they're the names that you see as like the most likely. They're, they're not even close to. They're not even in the ballpark of the most likely to get traded. They're not. And 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 and, and let me take Otani out of it because everybody knows that he's the the unicorn who actually might get traded. Right. And what, they're obviously not going to trade for him. So you have to then narrow it down to these other teams that the Brewers might be able to pick from. But even then, it's slim pickings. Right. So I I legit don't know what they're going to do. There's been a few names thrown out there. The Sorry if I'm talking too much. If you guys have something, jump in. But the one name that I see a lot is Justin Turner because the Red Sox probably aren't doing much, and Turner can play third or first. The two spots that the Brewers really, really need. Right. So that, well, With well, more experience it can, than you can ever – and, read about and, and Justin. They were linked to Justin Turner the last two off seasons too. So. Exactly. So, and and but my thought becomes: well, if they are selling Justin Turner, and again, anybody who needs hitting at first and third, probably almost everybody, and wants yeah. playoff experience, is going to drive that price up. And the Brewers will just say, "Nah, we'll we'll take Bobby Dahl back from the Red Sox <laughs> instead." Who? Uh, uh-huh. All right, yeah. There's a that's going to move the needle, you know, whatever. But right. I feel like that's going to be your your brewer move is some minor little, or or they'll do something like they've traditionally done, where they've moved a position and they make Jesse Winkler the freaking first baseman, and they go out and trade for a bat to play DH. Or they do something just typical brewer like that, too. or really weird, where they moved Mustakis to second, right, and. Right, something weird. I mean, you know they're going to do something odd, but other than that, like, what do they do? There's not Justin Justin Hira. It's been a mere 53 (laughs) years since the organization started. That's it. Yeah. You know, you usually have to wait 75, 90 to get a World Series. (laughs) I mean, so we're on pace. Yeah, right. Well, it's funny you mentioned that, Justin. You said Keston Hira, who, shocking, is raking and... Just destroying our triple A. Right. And I'm surprised. Yeah, he owns Nashville. You yeah, know. I'm surprised he a, hasn't been called up. If, well, because he doesn't occupy a 40 man roster spot, so they would have to. Move They'd have to move off. somebody off the 40 man roster. Oh god. Yeah, it's just it's stupid. you know that 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 
guy could still somehow, some way in the freakiest of worlds contribute. I, I don't see it now because I think it's it's headspace as much as, here's the deal. The difference between AAA pitching and what you see, taking the parks completely out of it, is you're really, you're, you're just like that one notch. You're, yep. you're, and, and Keston at the biggest level facing better, mm-hmm. but not that much better. Um, pitching just really can't do it, and um, there's yeah. yes. Wouldn't wouldn't you love to get? He's Keston? such a good kid. I mean, yeah. Sure. Have you ever heard like a bad word about him? Like he doesn't work hard, or he's no. whatever. He bitches yeah. about going down. He got they put him on, like DFA'd him, right? Like they designated yeah. for assignment. Nobody picked him. Nobody up. claimed him, but he still came he back. Still he could have. He could have left. I think. Yep, absolutely. He could have. But he ah uh, uh, no. No, because it was his first time designated for assignment. Oh, okay. He had to take. So he the, had to go down yep. there and okay. Yep. But still, you didn't hear anything about him bitching or or anything. Nope. I would love to, whatever pill Corbin Burns took yeah. when he was struggling so bad, yes. and then came back in 2020 and just became Corbin Burns. Yeah. Please give that to Keston Hira because that. I'm 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 with you on that, but here's the difference: Keston has to deal with 97 mile an hour cutters, <laughs> and where Corbin yeah. Burns can control it, he he's the offensive guy. Mm-hmm. When you when you are facing that, and you know you know, listen, yeah, but but here's the thing with Hira: he did have some of those moments. Oh, the momentum's going. You know, he had these games. He's seeing mm-hmm. the ball great, and you're just like, okay, he's kind of got that monkey off his back. It's like everybody watching every get bat because you're. You're on the hot seat, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I just think that the bright lights might might get to him a bit. Yeah, for sure. So I, I don't know what they're going to do. I've heard a bunch of like minor names thrown around, but yeah. they, they've got to do something. It'll be something that we all look at and go, oh, God. Huh. Okay. okay. Right. Yep. Uh, we'll look at it and be like, yep, that's the Brewers. That's the Brewers, right. <laughs> and what I kind of miss is remember that old – trade deadline where there was the trade deadline but then there was the real trade the real trade deadline right yeah where they would add guys like granderson or whoever that like slip through waivers and that's where they would add the the good guys there's not that anymore anymore. yeah it sucks but all the names that at least i saw them talking about with minor leaguers who could be traded it was all like their 12th through 18th like best prospects so they're not and they're not giving up Sal Freilich or you right, know, anybody but, like and that. And those are still substantial prospects because the Brewers sure. minor league clubs have, or their farm system is significantly better than it was three years ago. Yeah, absolutely. So. And Don Money is just sitting at home waiting <laughs> right. for a phone call. <laughs> Statements never uttered. No. Damn it. No. <laughs> no? Not yet. Not way yet. too early for that. Not yet. We're only is, 20 is it minutes way too in. early? Oh, it's yeah. 20 minutes. We got like another well, 20 I am the guy to, that. To go. Uh, Travis just likes going early. <laughs> I don't even care anymore. It's like, you know, just <laughs> give just happy there's anything coming out at all. It doesn't matter. <laughs> That's really all that matters. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter where to work. That's where that sandwich went. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of old age and orgasms, do you remember when uh, our our boss Mark? Um, like went to get a vasectomy, and his his wife was like legitimately didn't understand that there's still after you get a vasectomy there's still something that comes out. No way! Yeah. Yeah. He's like, "What do you think? It just like dust like beats out of it?" Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. He had to explain to her that yes, there's still like semen that. Well, there's yeah. not. There, there's the, the the fluid that comes out. It's not. 
Oh, well, lacking of the sperm. Now, nah, well, yeah, whatever. But they're still <laughs> that is ejected. so good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she thought it would just be like <laughs> a little puff of air in her face yep. instead. <laughs> She'll finally take a facial because it doesn't mess up her makeup. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> yeah, true story. Ask him about it sometime. Uh-huh. He loves telling it. Oh, it's so funny. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's let's move on. So tonight, I guess is the it's the last night that we're going to be employed because we're going to win the the Powerball tonight, which is up God. to a, a billion dollars. Damn, right. And the funnest part about any of that How about is statements never uttered. No. <laughs> you, know, you know what pisses me off though? It's it's up to a billion dollars, but the cash prize is only just slightly above half a million. That's ridiculous because of the uh, the way inflation is. Oh. The, the the annuity mm. is worth a billion dollars, but the actual cash value is five hundred and twenty million or something. I don't even know how it would survive on that much. Money. I don't I don't know either. I I figured it out after taxes. If uh, if our little group wins, it's about thirty one million dollars a person after taxes. Yes. Yep. Exactly. So, but let's go. I mean. I'll have to talk to my finance guy, but I, I think maybe we could retire. Yeah. So the the funnest part of, of doing that with a bunch of people is you you get to sit around for 20 minutes at work and think, what would I actually do if if we won? People been doing that for a long time. Right. And, it's and so we, much we had fun. a sports related. What would you do? And it, yeah, That was my thought. Like, I bring it to this guy. Like, what would you guys do mm-hmm. if you actually won that, yep. you know, billion dollar lottery? And sports related because buying your mom a house is, duh, that's not fun. Like something sports related. Like what will you guys do? Mm-hmm. So Travis, you you got something you want to say? That yeah, you I mean, I've, I've actually thought about it for a long time, and as a oh. non-lottery player, which is kind of dumb because throwing a few dollars at it for that one in eight trillion chance, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I always knew that I was going to become part of the ownership group of Road America and Elkhart Lake. And yes, it's cool. sports related because motor because motor racing is absolutely a sport, and I'll argue with freaking anyone about it. Anyway, Road America in, in Elkhart Lake, Wisconsin. I don't know what, you know, billion whatever, you know, I, I would like to think that, owning 25% plus could give me some track days and I am somebody that age 30 won't do well on the track and I'd do worse at age 54 but I would purchase the I would probably purchase third generation like Indy cars or F1 cars the things that they you can actually sell I would I would have I would pay for EMT paramedics at every corner not just <laughs> every whatever and I would have four lifeline charter helicopters because i don't want to die but i really i really have always had this thing this is a little known fact and maybe you don't even know it but in 2001 i had land we had 10 acres before i built my house and we actually uh, built a about a a borderline point to mile oval track and we bought a bunch of cars and raced on it and i always wanted to do that we'll tell you the story later yes you you would recognize some names i would always want to have a private track but i know i would never be good enough to like ride motorcycles or or anything i just i don't think that's ever gonna leave me but i want to be safe i don't want to be a paraplegic at this age because i you know some thrill but that was a long-winded way of saying I would absolutely either buy part of Road America or a, a, a similar track. Coach? Hmm. Uh, I would buy a uh, box 
at every stadium that I would ever want to go to. Love it. Love it. Team Mm -hmm. baseball, soccer, um, football, whatever it is. I'd buy a box at each one of those stadiums. Anytime I wasn't at a game, um, I would donate that box to uh, local law enforcement. So they could take families, you know, online days off or whatever. They can go to the games. Oh, now I feel bad already. Um, But then when I would be at the game, I'll let anybody ride my track. No, no, no. no. Yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm I'm to the selfish part now. Okay, here we go. Good. When I'm uh, when I'm at the actual games, I want the finest libations and the finest foods that Mm. that area has to offer. I want people feeding me, and I want to be fanned with giant feathers. Mm. Do you have to get up to pee? No, no. Ideally, I wouldn't have to. I mean, I guess it depends on who would be around. You don't want to embarrass yourself. and right. You'd like to pee without people knowing. I, mm. Ideally, uh, I would have these special boxes uh, um, built <laughs> mm-hmm. or reconstructed into each one of these stadiums, so I'm not having a used box. I want to be the only person that's ever used the box. What? <laughs> but But if it's not possible for me to have uh, built these uh, new boxes within the stadium... <laughs> Uh, I I would try to have some sort of reconstruction so that there would be a uh, a bathroom in each one of these so that we wouldn't have to go all amongst the commoners. A reconstructed box. A reconstructed. I think box. that's in the news a lot. These it days. happens. It happens. I've seen. <laughs> oh, there's there's actually a there's, a there's actually a billboard for that up on three twelve. So. Oh, I've seen it. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Josh. Uh, so sorry. I I had like three of them because they just kept. Oh, coming yeah. to me in my head i'm like this will be fun the first thing this is maybe it's not really sports related i'm building a professional podcast studio oh that's yeah. sports related okay all right good because what could be, be awesome. better than this i mean we have <laughs> my really microphone's attached to a wine bottle <laughs> that's true. and propped up in a, a novel yeah. <laughs> hey josh real thought here if we do win we could turn this house into our podcast Oh. Uh, uh, studio and like a little man cave, mm-hmm. and then you could just like build a mansion. So you know who that's else? A great idea. Hey, coach, I don't want to be a downer, but you know who else says man cave? Oh. That's right. Don't ever fucking say it again, ever. It, well, ever. That, that douchebag does, but so does like Dan Patrick. He's allowed to. He started it. That's who I was emulating, Dan Patrick. Dan Patrick. All right. All right. Fair enough. There's, there's, no, that, I, was some, I, I, that was some quick thinking no, there. But see, but here's the thing. I think Dan Casper co-opted the man cave because that phrase has been around for a long, long time. He did. Right. You can't just like and Dan take Casp- it off. Dan Casper is a no-talent ass clown, yeah. so he just copies everything. Yeah. Yep. All right. All right. So the other thing I would do. My apologies, Coach. Fine. I would absolutely fund the um, – Altoona High School baseball team, get nice. them like really nice facilities, awesome. and Chitek where I'm from because they don't nice. fucking shit for money. Very nice. Get them like nice uniforms, nice practice. Damn facilities, right. All, all like that. It. And then last, similar to yours, I want to buy a stake in a minor league baseball team. Love it. Like I don't care where, I don't care what affiliate, I, I don't care just to have that little slice of 2% ownership whatever right. i i think that would be awesome only ownership group that approaches you says it's the saint paul saints and you can have 10 percent of it and that's the only minor league ball club that approaches you do you still buy it it's got to be the twins yep that's a moral conundrum i'm not preparing right. to face okay maybe if it's the twins or the cubs i wouldn't do it okay unless no i couldn't do it i don't think i could do it i love hearing no, it i don't think and I and, do and, it. and you know at you win this amount. Months. You thank you. That is wonderful. I'm very glad you answered the way you did. 
but at the end of the day you are going to be able to bring in because you're not going to have to go through the vetting process the entire world knows kind of where you stand and you know you take it in payments or whatever mm -hmm. and they, they, contractually you're really in good shape especially for a minor league club i think mm -hmm. they'd be tripping over themselves and oh by the way you come into some of these areas you name the southeast coast or you know these different yep. leagues and you're able to throw 20 million dollars on infrastructure and the local economy yeah. I mean, I mean, my God, you're, you'd be fine. Right. There were only. It's two, a great idea. Yeah. There were only two correct answers for that. One was no, <laughs> absolutely not, and the other one was yes. I'd still buy it, but I'd drive them into the ground, ruining their organization <laughs> for generations, destroying from the inside. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That, and that crossed my you, mind. You did. But, you did. You did pass the test. Yeah. And there was part of me that's like, oh, fuck. I hope he doesn't say it's baseball, <laughs> and these kids come from all over the country. It's yep. fucking Minnesota sports. Yep. Thank you, Josh. Yeah. All right. That meant a lot. Yep. You bet. All right. What do you guys wanna wanna go to next? Um, should we go to one of our topics, or should we keep on one of our? Well, I had ideas before, and I got shot well, down. No, it's not shut time for statements never I know it's yet. not. Can we, can we talk about imploding from the inside quite, uh, quickly with uh, ESPN's ESPN? layoff? Sure. Oh, yeah. I'd, I'd love, love to talk about can I? Can I just go first? Yes, and sure. It's, 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 no, it's, no, it's no complex analysis because I stopped ESPN a long damn time ago and 20, 25 years ago. I mean, they pretty much were 90% of my television viewing. Huh? Mm -hmm. ESPN can fuck off, and you play the games that they played with the real sports fans with you name it. I, you know, if I start going, it gets political, and we can't get political, but mm -hmm. I'll just say good for you and fuck you, ESPN, and I'm going to leave it at that. We've talked a lot about it, about the shit oh. that they, the yep. games that they play. No, the, the, the okay, so it, it's, you, 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 you do what you do, and you, you are leaving behind the people that made you big to beginning in the early 1980s. I was that guy. I was in middle school, high school, and then you became much more of a well. They, <laughs> they, they, you know what they feel like? They feel like the old man wearing his hat backwards. Yeah, try, trying to stay hip. Trying to get trendy. You know what? That was trendy. really good. Right. That was really good. Yeah. That's perfect. Like, you know, lean into what you are. You know, it's kind of like right. Chris Berman after the 1,000th time. Oh. And a home run derby. Yeah. It's like, turn the page, Chris. And it's like the, you know, it's, you know, and who do you run out? The really, really talented guy. Dan Patrick and Keith Olbermann is, you know, mm -hmm. out in a fucking, he's Che Guevara's buddy. You know, it's like. They, yeah, they they have what's coming to them. And the shame, of course, is that they do have really good, amongst the layoffs, they have some really good, talented, dedicated people that right. are, that are, that are getting, that are getting kicked in the nuts. And don't think for a minute, even though they have to play the company game, that they haven't probably had issues for years with their employer. And it's... Jeff Van Gundy, Jalen Rose, Keyshawn Johnson, Max Kellerman, oh. Susie Kolber, Chris Chelios, Matt Hasselbeck, Steve Young, Rob Ninkovich, Neil Everett, Ashley Brewer, June Lee, Lafonso Ellis, Todd McShay, Jordan Cornett, Jason Fitz, I like Todd McShay. David Powell, yeah. yeah. All of them were axed in the most recent round. Yeah, I mean, you, know, you know what? Part of me and... and this is on the cusp of political. Who is ESPN owned by? Disney. Disney, Disney is hemorrhaging money. Their last remakes mm. of the the 
you know, classic animated movies yeah, have tanked. Yep. And they've gone woke in some of them, and they've tanked. So it, this uh, is peripheral where, where, damage from it. I'll just throw this in. Where's Aaron Hernandez from? Yeah. Bristol, Connecticut. Uh-huh. Just a uh-huh. Absolutely zero connection it, at all. No, yeah, it must be connected. Yeah, but it's no, like, like I think I said in your text message yeah. when when you prop yeah. up Stephen A. Smith oh. as your number one personality, oh, are you kidding me? Who are you appealing to there? Like again, it's us old people you lost. who grew up watching ESPN, and now there you expect no, me here's to watch a, Stephen A. Smith? Nobody here, here, the age of forty. He, here's the ni- no. here's the ninety year old get off my lawn. The sports people back in the day, 80s and 90s, I don't know when it started to go, but probably sometime in the early 2000s, the sports people, ESPN, was you gobbled it up. They did not have equal time with WNBA and NBA, right? women's softball, what, whatever. I mean, it was truly what the – it was great. That's what ESPN two was created for. Was the <laughs> like the secondary sports that yeah, never really right. got any attention. Yeah. But ESPN was the bread and butter. NFL, NBA, right. MLB. That's it. Well, and, and I said it before. Like, and Sports Center covered everything that the majority of Americans covered oh. or, or or wanted. Right. You 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 have to leave people out. Yes, you have to say that Division three lacrosse isn't covered. Right. Right. Yep, and, and it's I've not sort of, demeaning. It's just it's not does not have a nationwide audience. And, and, and they used to call out douchebags, right? Like, like Bryce Harper, if oh. his, if his antics were was going on in like 1996, like ESPN would have been all over him. Like, what the hell is wrong with this asshole? Yep. And now it's like it doesn't even exist. They'll maybe show it, and then they'll show his home run that he they hit. Them. It's, it's no. like well, and 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 you know. Th- Take take just the NBA as a microcosm. You might have had this incredibly great game or performance or whatever. ESPN's going to show two amazing dunks and two players in a shoving match mm-hmm. because that is what you know. And and what they're looking at is, I mean, they're they're being somewhat tactical because it's like as the generations change, our younger people. They're much, much more into that. Now it's mm-hmm. three-pointers and whatnot. Yep. And, you know, so Le- some leave- of that is not their fault. No, maybe leave that to the barstool sports crowd mm-hmm. and whatnot yeah. Yeah. and focus on your thing, which should be people yeah. like us who still have disposable incomes. Right. And and, yeah. and, and, I, and quite I would- frankly, too, the, the gone are the days of the 60-minute ESPN Sports Center, where right. the attention span, you know, that younger right. generations have the attention span of, you know, five seconds. So they get their information yeah. on Twitter, their three minute reads. If you look yeah. at like The Athletic and some of these other play, uh, I know, uh, uh, apps and, and um, sites, they have the estimated reading time of their articles on it. You know, this is a four-minute yes. article. Yep. Okay, well, I have the attention span of six minutes now. I can read this article and right. be okay with and the, it. And the clickbait it, didn't really exist. Oh, now it does. Oh, the, yeah. the, 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 this Cubs player, dot, dot, dot. This, you know, yep. uh, how... how right. uh, you, you had to sit around in 2000 and the 90s. You had to sit around and wait for SportsCenter to figure out what happened in today's sports. And that's not where it is because it's instant... You know, instant um, consumption right now, and yeah. you know, ESPN is a dinosaur. That. Yep. 
All right, Travis, we're at 38 minutes. I think it's time. <laughs> Boy, I'm not ready now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, statements never uttered. Um, these are statements that have never been uttered by any rational thinking human being and maybe, maybe like with a gun to their head. I'm going to go last, not because okay. I really have the best content, probably just because I want to. All right, I'll go first. Okay. Statement never uttered by Angel Hernandez. My bad. Mm. Oh. Nice. Okay. Which, that, by the way, is all he would have to say to become a crew chief or to umpire a World Series. Right, absolutely. I've made some mistakes. I, nice, yeah. We were watching Bad Umpiring on YouTube the other night. Do you remember that game? This is probably taken away from statements never uttered, so I apologize. There was a Red Sox-Yankees playoff game where he got three calls overturned in the second, third, and fourth innings. Amazing. And and the first he two He had like half a smirk on his face. I saw it. He right, was, and the uh, first two weren't that bad. They weren't egregious because I remember looking at him going, I, oh, that can't, I, been, can't yeah. tell. I can't tell what it was, but it's him. Yeah. So <laughs> it's like, yeah, you know what? Fuck you, Angel. Like You deserve to get him overturned. Mm-hmm. Justin. That, that's fitting. Oh. I've, I've got four. Hmm. Statements never uttered. So do I, and I'm going to so, say oh, all four. Okay. Okay, I'm going to do two right now then because okay. my, one of mine and my first one was almost identical to what you just said. Oh, shit. Oh. Uh, it's coming from my ex-wife. Oh. That's my fault. I was wrong. <laughs> God, really? Okay, you got another one you yeah, do? Yeah, I got another yeah. one. Uh, there's no way that was Hunter's Coke. Oh, nice. Very good. Oh, so I'm going to do two as well here. Okay. I think I'm going to start practicing polygamy. What could go wrong? <laughs> oh yeah and my other one is i know this french guy he'll fix your tie rods <laughs> well done yeah that's good could have been a german you'd be better off with a german what they're oh. really good no you should choose a german you should choose it. a german oh. germans are good with cars oh we know that okay i thought you're no no, no uh, sorry 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 uh-huh. no no all right my say next one I really respect the people who ride an electric cart in the grocery store. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, beautiful. Those beautiful. Fat fucks. <laughs> uh, by any one of us schmucks, you boobs. <laughs> <laughs> I like my man with an extra sweaty ass. Oh, oh gross. Oh. <laughs> oh. I don't want to meet the person that would actually say that. No but, kidding. Yeah. All right, my last one. I wasn't going to have sex with her, but then she said she was on her period, so I jumped right in. <laughs> oh, wow. Beautiful. Gross. That was pretty good. Thanks. <laughs> Hello. Uh, uh, I, uh, yeah, <laughs> we've all been there. <laughs> that, yeah, we've all been there. Yeah, there's, we a, have. Okay. there's a yeah. work story that's associated with All right, oh, all right. Oh, uh, after an argument with any liberal, you know what? It actually made a lot of sense. Beautiful. Oh, He's allowed to do that yeah, because I right. don't. Because I'm tempted every single time. I All right. I was a bit mad before calling Verizon customer service, but after speaking to someone speaking broken English, it made it all better. <laughs> Well done, fellas. All right, hold on. We'll take a break. We usually have to after that. No, no, no. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. (laughs) Jesus Christ. God. (laughs) 
right, we're back on that. <laughs> Can we do uh, statements never uttered? <laughs> no. All right. All right. Oh, by the way, the thing I forgot to mention about ESPN that I mentioned in the text message, it's the biggest thing. If you give Alex Rodriguez a platform oh, on your oh, biggest yeah. weekly baseball show. How did I forget Alex fucking Rodriguez? You, oh, my God. Anyway, that that's yeah. all that needs to be said okay, about thank it. thank you. Yep. All right. Skip um, Bayless. Hmm. Let's do, should we go to fill in the list? Really like filling the list. Yes, let's do fill yeah. the list. Okay, it's good. So, I but I get one. Okay, no, uh, you're gonna get more than that on this one. All right, filling the list is where we do our, our trivia. We name the top five of something. It's presented by one of us. In this case, me and the other guys get a couple of minutes or so to uh, to write down their answers. Justin, do you have the the scores up right now? Or? Uh, we had uh, was it four, eight, twelve? So we're one week into another iter- uh, iteration. Oh. Iteration, iteration, iteration Iter- of this. Uh, so Travis is one behind us, but Josh, you have twenty. Uh, I have eighteen. Travis has sixteen. So okay. Travis, but I'm the only guy a, behind. So okay. yeah, you need a big week, but right. yeah, not doing well. Okay, so here's what you guys have to do. You have to name the Brewer players who have signed the five largest contracts in team history. The five Brewer players who have signed the five largest contracts in team history. While these guys write, I just get to talk about something that is really above my brain grade. Um, but if you, it's been on ESPN a little bit. Like there's, a, uh, is yeah. it largest like total money value or yeah, annual? total money value at the time they signed it? Yep. Okay. Okay. Um, ESPN actually did a good article on the fiasco that is the Washington Redskins and Daniel Snyder's ownership and the honestly frightening degree that Roger Goodell really and the NFL really seemed to be protecting that organization (laughs) or protected them for a while. And I'm not smart enough to talk about the, the specifics of it, but it is absolutely terrifying in these investigations that have been done by respected attorneys and whatnot that the nfl has now tried to like keep a lid on they don't want to they don't want it to be made public daniel snyder gets on his private yacht and goes off to the mediterranean to avoid even talking to congress um it's absolutely despicable that an organization like the nfl will is is running scared from this kind of thing and for whatever reason, there's not enough being being made about it. When when you get down into what's what has come out about what's going on in in that team and the the mismanagement and the harassment and some of the shady accounting and everything, it's terrifying. And the fact that the NFL hasn't tried to rip the the blanket off and shine sunlight on it shows that they are probably in league. And Roger Goodell really has something to hide. The more that comes out about Roger Goodell, he seems like an absolute evil emperor of of the nfl and it's pretty scary the 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 power that he wields and finally the owners eventually turned on and daniel snyder and said enough's enough you you have to go and he did but the nfl continues to be in bed with the redskins and they don't want emails revealed they don't want these findings shown and it's just ridiculous that a an organization that, that trumpets all these social justice causes that they give so much money to still can't try to then then um, out one of the worst 
run organizations in all of professional sports, and it's sad. Mm-hmm. Do you guys need more time? No. Yeah, like two days. But first of all, um, okay. Josh, very well said. Um, mm-hmm. And it did not detract away from me probably getting two on this one instead of more. I thought that was really well said. So, okay. Yeah, cool. this was interesting. All right. I'll, you, you want me to start at 10 and just work my way up? Because there's some interesting names on here. Don't we Should usually we, say we name, them? name Oh, that's you. right. I'm sorry. Yes, I, I apologize. Go ahead, Justin. Uh, Kane, Braun, Sexton, Yelich, Yasmani Grandel. Okay. Yeah. Yelich, um, Braun, Prince Fielder, Ben Sheets, Gomez. Okay. All right. Here's the top 10 Brewers history. Number 10, Kyle Loesch. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. By the way. $33 million is his total yeah, he, money. He he's the top money. I knew 10. it was coming, but Again, holy cow stuff. Top 10. Aramis Ramirez at $36 million. Are we 10 and 9 right now? That's 10 and 9. Okay. Yep. Number 8. Sorry, there's two tied at 7. Travis's favorite, Ricky Weeks. Mm-hmm. And then Ben Sheets. Mm-hmm. Ah! So I'm kind of okay. Yep. That doesn't count, though. Nope. Number 6. <laughs> Jeff Supon. Ah, uh, see, I had him as my just under the top ten. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Yep. Okay. Number five, Ryan Braun. Now we get into the top four. Now it gets really interesting. Yep. Here's the name that you would never have gotten, right. Matt Garza. Uh, yeah. yeah. No way. Yeah. No yep. way. Eighty million. Or I'm sorry, fifty million dollars they yeah. gave Matt yeah. Garza. Never. Number three, Lorenzo Cain. Yeah. You both got him. Here, here's the curveball of it all. Number two, Ryan Braun. Ryan Braun signed two so of the two top. Points for that? We get two. I'll give you two. That yep. Is. Well, we each get it. Yeah. Yep. And number one is Christian Yelich. So, so I think it was. I got, I got three, three. You got four. Four. Three and four. Yep. Yeah. I mean, wow. But the names that that who who should you have gotten? I should have gotten Kane. Okay, I'll Kane take was that. the one that that slipped out of my head too. And, and but see, you but I, you didn't think of Sheets though, probably. Right? I didn't think of Sheets. Yeah. No. But he wasn't one of them. No, I know, but he was in the conversation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. here, you you think field because when I gave this to Ben earlier today, he said fielder, and he also said Sexton. They never signed that big contract. No, they always had him under that right. arbitration right. number and traded him before they are not yeah. traded, but let Prince left. Very interesting. Yeah. Good question. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. I'm. Did they not sign Grendel to a big contract, or did they trade him? Year. Then? I think it was one year, oh, so yeah. it was like eleven million dollars. So it wasn't that. Yeah, it wasn't big. that big beast. An- yeah. Annual and or average annual was big because Prince Fielder went to Texas at like a trillion dollars, yep. you know. But yeah. no, it no, wasn't no, the Brewers. Detroit. 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 My fault. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Then Interesting. Got, mm-hmm. But it's scary how low those numbers are. Like Matt Garza Compared is still to, in your yeah. top four. Top that's four crazy. ever. Well, that's the Brewers. That's the Brewers. That's the Brewers. Yep. Isn't okay. It? All right. Let's move on. I we have to talk about a true American hero. Whoever the fuck the guy that stabbed Larry Nazer. Yes. In yeah. in, <laughs> in prison. Yeah. I, I think I sent it to you guys. The the jailhouse. I don't, I don't want to be a prick, but it's Nasser. And just because Nasser. we're going to be saying I it a lot. Fuck it off, Nasser. No. And I don't want to be that guy, but sure. I mean Nasser. Yeah. So. The, the true. Are un- you looking it up to see if I, if I'm right? No, I was oh, going to okay. look up the number of times he was stabbed and where it was again. Oh, <laughs> like where in the body? Yeah. yeah. I hope it was in the groin. Please tell me it was in the no, groin. No, I want to say he had. A, well, he had a collapsed lung. 
Oh, perfect. Um, yeah, so you're ahead. willing to stab Larry Nasser, and you don't go for the groin. You're willing to kill him, and you're probably that's what your attempt was, right? How don't you take some shots at the midsection and below? Sure. But in in the the justice system that is so lacking in America now, aren't mm-hmm. we sort of like left with well, we just got to hope that he gets stabbed in prison, right? No. That's what you're left with, like in in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And if you saw any of the victim witness statements Ugh, in the Nasser trial, so and painful. I watched several of them, several of these gymnasts who had aged 10 years, 15 years, gave some incredibly, the media focuses on like Gabby, whatever. And, you know, and mm-hmm. I mean, that doesn't minimize anything in some of the names, but it's like, okay, what, you need a big name to be there? Almost certainly were victims that never came forward, even though they had a payday coming just because they couldn't. Sure. But they were absolutely heart-wrenching in the ages that these young girls, oh, by the way, who already had the world upside down because they had been basically shipped off to your Olympic athlete camp and you don't have a normal childhood. Mm-hmm. That's a, probably a topic for another yeah. discussion. But it so, was absolutely, and, and if you watched his reactions sitting there, my God, he's pure evil. Yeah. And... Um, He's the guy who complained about the conditions in his he cell. He complained right? about conditions of his cell, and you know, yeah. But so yeah, I, I just got some AP stuff that um, I hadn't read prior to this, and it's really interesting. So he, while well, he was stabbed in the, oh shit, I just lost it. I don't, I don't. Know uh, he had some the I don't some know. life-saving. He had to have life-saving measures to save his life. He was really? stabbed in the neck, yeah, chest, oh. back before four other inmates rushed to pull in. The inmate that stabbed doing? him not- was Shane McMillan, and he said, based on a source that is not authorized to speak on the matter, that a prisoner. Shane McMillan, suspected of stabbing Larry Nasser at a fed, uh, federal penitentiary in Florida, said the disgraced former sports doctor provoked the attack by making a lewd comment while they were watching a Wimbledon tennis match on TV. It's he makes possible, a lewd, right? I, possible. He makes a lewd ma- uh, comment about a female tennis player, oh. and then gets jumped because the guy says well, you're a puke. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> That's all we can say. Yeah. But maybe Nasser could do that, but McMillan could also. Like, I'm going to save a little bit of. Yeah. Did they say what what McMillan's in prison for? I uh, I don't. It doesn't say I for hope it's sure. Like gun running, but it says he was previously like convicted of assaulting a correctional officer at a federal penitentiary in Louisiana in 2006, and attempted to stab another inmate to death at a federal supermax prison in Florence, Colorado, in 2011. Florence, yeah, Colorado. Yeah, that's, yeah so that's he was the only six. Yeah, so he. Yeah, he's Shane he's, McMillan. So he's that's Shane the one? McMillan. He was at. Colorado, so I he's guess. a so, real deal. Yeah, so he's he's tried to stab people before. Well, he finally he got a good target. So he graduated from there and went to general population, which mm-hmm. wow. Well, 2011, maybe he was calm for a decade before they yeah, they moved right. him over. So, wow, that, okay. isn't that your only like like hope if you're in one of these places, you've done some bad stuff or whatever? Yeah. At least try to get some saving grace, put some respect on your name, yeah. and go find a child molester or somebody like that yeah. and stab them and 
Yeah. You know, at least you remember well, that at, way. I don't know. You know, listen, Larry Nasser is probably capable of watching. I don't know why he would be allowed to watch women's tennis, but yeah, maybe he right. is because they're adults or yeah. most of them are, right? But I would think just being Larry Nasser in the general population would open you up to You've got this guy that was in Supermax. That yeah. is a rare, rare, rare. Are you shitting me? Yeah. So, if you've ever seen the names of the people that are there. Yeah. Right. McMillan. 49 years old told prison workers told prison workers that he attacked nasser after the sexually abusive ex u.s gymnast team doctor made a comment about wanting to see girls playing in the wimbledon uh women's match maybe he did maybe he did yeah well good for him well deserved well i don't know how do you how do you get i mean you know listen joe paterno statue came down yeah um Mm -hmm. good by the way Mm -hmm. um how do we get a what? What's McMillan's first name again? Shane. 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 I know it's a, it's not really politically correct, but maybe we should honor Shane once a year with nothing more than maybe toasting to him sure. on the date of, which is what or, or eleven or months ago. More or politically or correct, we toasted the fact that Larry Nasser got stabbed. Right. I don't want. I don't want to really give Shane a lot of credit. Yeah. But um, weren't well, you talking about the guy that attacked Jeffrey Dahmer? Off yeah, the Christi- air a Christian bit. Scarver. Yeah. yeah, I thought there was something you wanted to say that we decided to say for the. Air. Yeah, he had a he had a Milwaukee connection, and Christian Christian Scarver. This is, I, I don't have a a lot to back this up, but I believe um, his son was quite an athlete and uh, is just the opposite of his dad. But uh, really? I, I can't prove that. But yeah, Jeffrey Dahmer. Uh, yeah, how how he's allowed. In general population, but yeah, that's isn't that part story. of the plan though? Like you put yeah, them in general maybe, population. Maybe. Like, oh well, the rules. Oh. What did what did you say to us, Josh? Uh, prison stabbers, the unsung heroes of the criminal justice system. <laughs> well, you know, yep, hundred percent. You know, we we've, we've all seen Breaking Bad, right? Yeah. Do you remember the name of uh, that episode? I haven't seen. It's called it. Flying. I oh, remember. Oh God. I did not say that just to rub your nose. Oh, <laughs> Justin. Yeah. You remember that? Because it was called Flying High, where Walter White orchestrated the death of like eight prisoners in three facilities. Yep. And it was maybe the most graphic and I would say probably pretty realistic. Hmm. Josh, how have you not seen Breaking Bad? Yet? Oh, Josh, how Justin. haven't you seen Breaking Bad? We've only Shut been talking both, about yeah. it for three years. Three on years now. Podcast. Three you years. You could have watched it twice. You could shut, have. Just shut up the both of you. Why don't you binge watch it? No. Now, now, now you're just no, drawing a line I'm in the sand. It, yeah, right. Now, now, now you're just spite. saying, I'm yep. going to spite you. Yep, exactly. Well, that's, that's, not, not watch that's not very bitch. mature. I don't care. That's not very you're mature. A, I'm being lectured about you're maturity on this podcast. That's well, great. you don't have to be lectured, but that's what I'm seeing here. Because <laughs> right. you know that you should give it a shot. But I'm not going to. Watch five episodes. If you hate it, turn it off. No. Me, 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 oh, me, me, me. all right. Justin, read some uh, read some Iron Sheik tweets for oh, us. Oh, yeah, here we go. <laughs> Iron Sheik. I've got three of them. Please. Uh, I, I'm, I really like these. Huh. Uh, so, Bavada. I don't know what that is for sure. It's a company. Oh. They asked or they put out a tweet that said, what's the best athletic performance you've ever seen live? Huh. Iron Sheik retweets and posts the britney spears dancing on the social media <laughs> god that's good uh he tweeted earlier this year 
Ultimate Warrior, only man to make baby from his ass. His baby no. name is Ultimate Warrior Idiot Ass Baby. <laughs> Idiot Ass Baby? That'd be a great name for a fantasy football team. <laughs> Idiot Ass Baby is now drafting. His baby name Damn. is Ultimate Warrior Idiot Idiot Ass Baby. Hell yeah. Oh my god. So the last one is also earlier this year. Um, it was around the time that Toy Story 5 was uh coming out into the theaters uh iron sheik had a a comment regarding this what movie better toy story 5 or hulk hogan has tic tac balls (laughs) 3 god (laughs) what movie what movie better toy story 5 or hulk hogan has tic tac balls 3 tic tac balls (laughs) tic tac balls (laughs) ah Gone too soon. Gone way shoot. too soon. <laughs> Get, you promised a couple of those like every episode Every for a episode, while. It's gonna be absolutely. A, mm-hmm. It's going to oh, take us is... through 2040, right? Oh, oh, I, absolutely. Oh, yeah. You know what? And that's the thing. You don't right. have to search too hard. You can just go to his and at least once a down. week, at least once a week, there is a just a gem in there. Mm-hmm. And and I, I know I asked this before. He like literally was on his cell or his laptop doing that. He didn't have oh, somebody that. I'm gonna, this was I'm the Iron Sheik. I'm. I don't know if it is or not. I'm going to assume that it is because he lived in what Alabama, Georgia, Georgia. Yeah, yeah. you know he was doing this himself. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. So good. Okay. Um. All right. Uh, can we cover less miles? Oh, yeah. Justin, you sent this um, in a in a text in the group, and I read a little bit, and then purposely stayed away because you said that you were gonna cover yeah. a lot of this. So, I tried to explain to someone I just don't know enough about this yes. whole situation, and, and so, nor do I. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Please. So, so the the short of it is, or the headline was, um, the LSU program um, was uh, punished for some issues in both the football program and I believe the basketball program. That created some sanctions, and a part of the issue was the LSU, or the part of the punishment was the LSU football program um, was forced to vacate 37 wins uh, for the team between 2012 and 2015. Uh, this was all under former coach Les Miles. Um, the um, impermissible in- incident for this was. Um, the decision stemmed from impermissible benefits given to former Tigers offensive lineman um, Vidal Alexander. I don't know who he was, but he received $180,150 from a booster. That booster, $180,150 from a booster who reportedly embezzled that money from a Baton Rouge Children's Hospital. Oh, I didn't know that part. Nope, me neither. Yeah, yeah. so this booster embezzles money from a children's hospital, gives it to an offensive lineman. So the glorious part of uh, this uh, punishment was the 37 wins were vacated, completely stripped from the record. That meant the vacated victories were also removed from Les Miles' official career records. Took him out of the Hall of Fame. Which dropped him from 145 and 73, which uh, gave him a winning percentage of 665, to 108 
and 73, which gave him a winning percentage of 597. To qualify for the Hall of Fame, you need to have a 600 winning uh, percentage. Essentially, um, the well, yeah, the College Football Hall of Fame requires coaches to have a career winning percentage above 600 okay. to be considered for induction, and Les Miles now falls two wins short of that. The uh, the uh, College Football Hall of Fame recognizes the coaches of official NCAA record, Mm. which means he's no longer eligible. So, you know, okay, well, this was the booster's fault and, and, you know, all of this. Les Miles is a terrible person. Mm -hmm. He is not a good person. So I I did some research on him and um, Sports Illustrated had a really good article. Um, There were a couple of (laughs) turned out to be student interns Mm. for uh, uh, um, a newspaper that really broke a lot of the information or did some really good research on this <laughs> so i've got some some stuff to read here from from that um mm-hmm. sports illustrated and from the um um investigation that was done student so, interns again student interns and then some actual reporting and yeah it was broke open by not like um not like recognizable Jeremy it was Schapp or no or like nope okay. it was it was very like very very raw individuals so um two lsu student workers filed sexual misconduct complaints against west miles including an allegation that on at least one occasion he kissed a student after taking them to his condo alone um they also learned that he sexualized the football team staff of women student workers allegedly demanding that blondes with big boobs be hired according to the investigative report that was done. Mm. The complaints against Miles were serious enough that in the summer of 2013, then-athletic director Joe Oliva recommended he be fired for a cause. However, the university's outside counsel concluded that the complaints would not constitute sexual harassment under law. Uh, Basically, they said they'd lose in a court battle against Miles and would owe him a buyout of more than $15 million. Which is... Which possible. is which is sure. possible. Yep. However, two other outside agencies, outside attorneys, looked at it and said, "No, this is slam dunk. Okay. Uh, for <laughs> sure, it's sexual harassment." Um, they were just looking out for the university and kind of sweeping things under the rug. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the investigation also uncovered a football cro- program that, under Miles, normalized covering up sexual harassment and sexual accounts from its members. In fact, one longtime staff member gave investigators a jarring and damning description of the place, uh, which you can read in full um, in their report. A quote from it, It just baffles me, though, that for so long this went on and that kind of became the normal, right? The staff member said... And you just don't talk about it, and you don't just say anything. You just kind of go, because we're protecting LSU, we're protecting Mm. our brand, Mm. we're protecting Mm. our head coach, we're protecting this. We love LSU, so we're going to be loyal to LSU, and we're going to do what we can to help it and try to fix it. Uh, The sentiment within the LSU building, the former staff member told investigators, was, well, I can keep doing that because nobody gets in trouble around here. Even the head coach didn't get in trouble for doing it. Uh, apparently, there were um, reports of sexual assault that had gotten to the um, uh, board of directors, the uh, the university board of directors. There were at least three of them that knew of it, 
and they swept it under the rug and didn't report it to any of the other directors. So when it came down to like this information being reported through an investigation, the director said, you knew about this, like just completely dumbfounded, and they didn't say anything. How old is Les Miles? That's a good question. I don't know. I think I'd, I'd put 70. him in the 65 He's, he's got to be at least 65. So, so let me throw something out to both of you. Tell me, what's jumping out at you right now? Are there any parallels to anything? He's 69. 69. Okay. Okay, I'll, I'll just uh, say. It's, it's Joe Paterno. Thank it's, you. It's, okay. uh, it's Penn State. Yeah. It's Penn State. Penn State. So it is, that is, uh, Penn State is not Sandusky alone. It's not Paterno alone. Mm-hmm. It's not these other two people whose names that I used to have committed to memory. It isn't the red-headed wide receiver guy. It's, it is protecting thank you very much but the other two guys i, I used yeah. to know them the ad and whatever but span spawn whatever yep. okay this is nothing different mm-hmm. than any other multi-billion dollar operation mm-hmm. and it is it it you can take a deep dive but don't think that Penn State's alone. It happened to Penn State, and yes, they had an octogenarian coach that's different than Les Miles because they're different in the way they did things, but otherwise normal, I, I believe this, otherwise normal ethical people can can just change their stripes in certain circumstances, and they can minimize things that they wouldn't ordinarily see, and they, they see most things normal, but their passion for something, it, it clouds it. It doesn't excuse them, but I think it provides a reason. And Les Miles, I mean, Les Miles isn't Jerry Sandusky, right? Nobody's saying Les Miles is Jerry Sandusky, right. but Jerry Sandusky is fucking Hitler, mm-hmm. and, and, and Les Miles is a creepy dude at the absolute minimum, maybe mm-hmm. a criminal creepy dude, but that's mm-hmm. what you do it's society in general and if it's not and if it's not lsu it could be anywhere and it's just yeah when when you've bred a culture like yes. sec football sec yeah. sec football my god jesus it's we we talk about how there's nothing like european football and the fanaticism of right of following those. well i don't i don't think anything does compare to that i, I don't think so but, but if you have a second fiddle i think i think nick saban as long as he's always in the top four football playoffs could literally could literally provide fentanyl patches to three-year-old children and <laughs> and if he wins uh, well it's a stupid but yeah i know what you're the saying the point is right. you can almost get away with murder if you're doing what simple-minded people are okay with right, right. and and it's funny you mentioned like they didn't want to pay Anybody, out, yeah no i'm good uh you didn't want to pay out the 15 million dollar buyout to less miles let's think about this because travis you mentioned lsu was you know Maybe not literally, but like a billion dollar brand. Or hundreds of millions. Hundreds uh-huh. of millions of dollars. What hundreds you, of millions part of a multi-billion dollar SEC and a probably, well, maybe tens of billions college football in general. I mean, right. it's so, that big. So if those reports come across your desk as a university board member or whatever, I like you could legitimately slam the brakes, expose this to everyone and say we will gladly pay 15 million dollars to get rid of this because unacceptable at lsu and now we will take our pick of the best college coaches out there because everyone will want to come to lsu but instead what happened you you swept it under the rug 
And, and I'll bite you. Bite. The cover-up is always mm-hmm. worse than the crime. Right. From Watergate yeah. on and before that. Yep. And and we're looking at uh, 2012 to 2015. This was, yeah. what, five years, six years after uh, LSU won their last national championship. So they're not sitting in the middle of, like, contending at all here. This was Jamarcus Russell. This days, is right? Jamarcus Russell yeah, time. Yeah. This is 2012 to 2015. What is that? It's 12, 13, 14, four years and 37 wins, which means they're under 10 win seasons, which means they're not competing for SEC championships. So this is like upper mediocre days of LSU, and they're continuing to allow this to be continue. Wow. It is the culture. It's hard to understand. But then you can say Penn State, Big Ten, northeast part of the country. I'm not so sure there's a huge difference between Listen, we all like to think we're better, but if Wisconsin had a football team that had been gold forever, mm-hmm. don't think for a fucking minute that there are a large amount of Wisconsin people that would do what the Paterno right. neophytes did, and mm-hmm. the Miles, yep. and the Sabins, and the, you know, listen, in order to compete... Do you have to? And that's what's wrong. But right. we've had this conversation. It's like Les Miles is probably a creepy, creepy dude. But you know, he's 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 not an exception. He's not an outlier. He's certainly not. No. So so is he coaching now? No, he's not. Didn't, so didn't he, he have a Kansas? Stint he went to Kansas. And actually, turned him around a little bit. And then so it, he no. went to Kansas for I think three years. But when all of this started to uh, oh, come yeah, up, the yeah. allegation is the allegations of the sexual misconduct. He was suspended and ultimately fired from so, Kansas. Okay. So so, so hopefully. So I, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'll just make one comment about this because we all know Kansas is basketball. And their football career program is as shitty as their basketball program has been good. You don't think that a guy like Les freaking Miles, who should have his pick of the top, one of the top ten dream jobs of college football, mm-hmm. it isn't because his statement is, oh, you know, Kansas. You know, he probably talked about the fifties or sixties where they were competitive. Mm-hmm. Les Miles knew he was getting get get some paychecks, and he knew that he wasn't hireable for certain reasons. Right, right. Yep. Well, good. I'm glad that he's not eligible yeah, so he, anymore. He was a coach at LSU from 2005 to 2016, wow. and then coach at Kansas 2019 to 2020, and yeah. then that's when. He and he's at an age now where he can go into the dustbin of history unless he wants to grovel into something pathetic. But it's right. it's really. But what what if he was 50? Yeah. What if he was fifty four? Somebody had hired him. Central. Oh Jesus, yes. Yeah. This he he was three and eighteen at Kansas, three and nine, and then zero and nine in twenty twenty. Oh wow! But it's it's really fun looking Boy, at. I, I thought it was better than that. Okay. Yeah, looking at his overall records starting in two thousand five, eleven and two, eleven and two, twelve and two. That's when they won the uh, national championship. Yeah. Eight and five, nine and four, eleven and two, thirteen and one in twenty eleven. Um, and they lost in the national championship Ooh. game. But then 0 3, 0 3, 0 5, 0 3, 2 2. Because of all Saka. the vacated, yeah. Yep. And yeah. then he left midway through the 2016 season. Oh, what a shame. Yep. All right. So we used to do a dumb and arrogant athlete quote, yep. but we kind of decided to mix it up a little bit and mm-hmm. just do dumb, dumb and quotes. arrogant quote, period, whatever, however you want to do it. So. Um, I think I have some good ones. Do you guys want to kick 
kick it off on this? Yeah, I'll, I'll oh, start. Okay, sure. I'll do my dumb quote first. Okay. Uh, my dumb quote comes from Britney Spears. Oh, okay. I've never really wanted to go to Japan simply because I do not like eating fish. And I know that's very popular out there in Africa. Wait, what? The Africa? In Africa. I never really wanted to go to Japan simply because I do not like eating fish. And I know that's very popular out there in Africa. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Whole generation of girls looked up to her, huh? Yep. All right. (laughs) They sure did. Uh, Justin, what year were you born? Uh, 1984. Oh, okay. So this is probably a little bit before your time. Uh, 1985, the chairman of Coca-Cola said the following. Simply stated, we have a new formula for Coke. Do you remember what that was in reference to? Remember New Coke, Travis? When they changed the formula for Coca-Cola. Yeah, they yeah. changed the pop. Multi-million dollar marketing campaign. They changed They changed, they changed the Coke. They That's changed awesome. it. And it fell flat on its face. and As it should have. As it should have. They went back to the original formula. Yes, correctly. they did. Because then they started selling Coca-Cola Classic. Uh, yes, and, that's fr- yeah. I do remember Coke Classic. Do you? Yep, okay. I do remember that. Excellent. Travis. I'm going to have to pass. Oh, all right. Yeah, that's pretty dumb. <laughs> well, <laughs> Travis Quella, I'm going to have to pass. <laughs> <laughs> arrogant quote. Uh, Stand by. You, oh. wanna, you can do your arrogant Stand quote. Stand by. All right. No, I got him. Oh. We talked about expanding a little bit. That's what she said. (laughs) Uh, I don't know if you use the term expanding expanding in the heat of passion, but whatever. Oh, baby, I'm expanding right now. (laughs) Alan Kowicki, who died in the 90s, um, Wisconsin NASCAR driver, he was asked the difference between night racing and daytime racing. It's basically the same, just darker. Racing Saturday nights as opposed to Sunday afternoons. (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. True. That's, that's accurate. Yeah. Solid. It is. Yeah. It's not wrong. Justin, arrogant. Arrogant. I have a Zlatan oh, Ibrahimovic good. quote. Good. I have a Zlatan. Uh, the last time I really cried was when I didn't receive my paycheck and wages from uh, Malamo FF. I wrote to the league board and asked them to deduct every three points I won for Malamo FF. The board said, my money was being paid to my parents because I was too young by law to receive an official salary. I told the league board that I was also too young to be the top scorer and win (laughs) Malamo a league title by law, so they must not be given my three points till I'm old enough. The next day, my money was transferred to my account. I am older than the law. I am older than the law? (laughs) Yep. That is one of the best things I've ever heard. He didn't get paid because he didn't because the league didn't think that he was old enough, so they're giving the money to his parents. I hope that's a true story. It absolutely is. Yeah, it's straight from uh, yeah, it's straight from Zlatan. I am older than the law. <laughs> Thank you. That that was awesome. I am older than the law. I am older than the law. And don't think if, he didn't think if, about if that. If they're not he going, oh, yeah. absolutely. If they're not going to pay me, then I'm not going to be able to give my points because I'm not old enough to yeah. give my points. Oh, it's so good. 
Uh, Travis, do you know who Noel Gallagher is? Never heard of Noel Gallagher. Perfect. Do you know who John Lennon is? I've heard of him. Excellent. He was Noel. shot by David Chapwick. Sure. Oh. Chapman. Do you know oh. Noel Gallagher? No, I don't. Okay. Lead singer for Oasis. Oh, yeah. God damn it. Okay. That's they, they made a couple of popular songs, most famously in Minnesota because of what they play when Minnesota wins. Noel Gallagher, lead singer of Oasis, said, With every song I write, I compare it to the Beatles. Jesus Christ. The thing is, they only got there before me. If I'd been born at the same time as John Lennon, I'd have been up there. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, fella. Oh, buddy. Oh, Yeah, that's arrogant. Mark David Chapman. Yeah. <laughs> it took me a while. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to oh. stick with, you know, we go from John Lennon to, to racing again, but uh, okay. I had a little tech issue earlier, so bear oh. with me for the okay. millions that are listening. Junior Johnson, he's a old, old school NASCAR guy. Moonshiners, they put more time, energy, thought, and love into their cars than any racer ever will. If you lose on the track, you go home. If you lose on with a load of whiskey, you go to jail. So it's not arrogant or it's awesome. It's so good. And yes. you know, and yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, like I thought it. it was good, right? I like well, it. is is that not where NASCAR came from? Is from the moonshiners souping and, up? And their you cars? know, they uh-huh. used to deny that in the late eighties and early nineties when the, the media and probably ESPN was part of it tried sure. to sanitize it. Mm-hmm. But now everybody will acknowledge when you have the old time moonshiners who are in their eighties now say, Yeah, that's what we did. We ran from the feds. Yeah. And <laughs> they didn't they like do follow ups if you beat them you won and you whatever so yeah yeah no I, that's I, awesome. isn't that good and what's his name junior johnson junior johnson junior johnson just straight in, up in the awesome. world uh, in the world of nascar junior johnson is like a decade or older than dale earnhardt you know okay. and yeah i mean he's the real deal awesome um i would love to hit a topic that's been on the on the itinerary like Two times like in a row that we times. never got to okay. ever. And Travis, I think it was yours. Probably. Um, it was it's ballpark dimensions in MLB oh. and how it affects yeah, yeah. or if it affects how you craft a lineup. Just just think about football, basketball, or really anything. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, here we talk about racing, that's different, right? But mm-hmm. for the most part, organized sports, tennis, they have the same dimensions yep you look at fenway and then you look at you know name the park you look miller. at Wrigley. well miller whatever. park what's that miller park that's damn right it's miller park um there have been lineups crafted with the okay we have a short porch and right yeah mm-hmm. you know coors field because of the altitude they handle everything differently with their minor league system and how they conduct business right right it's really interesting it, it, it's the obvious thing but my god you go into fenway park and you have a big fucking wall at 300 what 20 feet mm-hmm. which oh, yeah. uh, which a prep baseball player could hit the middle of. Mm-hmm. i'm, I'm confident like, we could hit out of 320 oh, i could fairly I, easily no i could still i don't know if i could go over the monster but i could no. absolutely whack it off the middle of the wall why because mm-hmm. it's 320 right mm-hmm. And then you have these, and it's like Major League Baseball allows, and frankly, I like it because it, it is part of the, you know, 
it, it's part of what makes baseball baseball. Right. And we, I think we can all understand that we don't hate it, but I would like just a very brief discussion on how you kind of craft a team around your park. Well, and you, you almost have to. You if, have to. If you have, if you have a unique ballpark where there's an advantage, like Miller Park is shorter out True story. Field. And I'll stop yes. you right there. There are some that are just hugely gigantic, and then you have the... So there are some that are much more of the middle of the road, like, okay, we got some normal dimensions here, mm-hmm. but what what about the ball flies like crazy, or you have a dome where, yeah. Right, and and, and you get those those places that... You're you're ultimately playing what eighty one games yep. in your home stadium. Right. You're going to craft your team to be successful as often as you can in those eighty one games. You might look at your division um, opponents and their ballparks, but ultimately you're you're going to look at your team and how they fit within your ballpark, mm-hmm. and and you're going to craft your lineup around that. I mean. And I, I you you hear about Brewers yeah. and and batters of they hit to right field well. If they're a right-handed batter, they hit to right field well. Well, there's a reason why they need to hit to right field well. It's shorter. It's the ability to 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 get you know doubles, triples off of the awkward shape of the right center field wall. Um, you know the the short porch in right field. You, you have to craft your team. You're not you're not going to have. Um, you know, Houston, you're not going to fill your lineup full of um, monster hitters. You're going to have the Jose Altuves who can hustle around the bases and like those gappers yeah. out into doubles and triples. Mm-hmm. No, no. For, for me, like the benchmark of that is is Coors Field um, mm-hmm. when they first started and were trying to figure shit out because the ball flew out of there so much. So they did so many things differently. They had the humidor for a long time. I yeah. think they still do. They put the balls in a humidor to like. I assume weight them down a little bit and get that. Do they really? Hum- yeah, I think they, so. they put a little bit more moisture moisture and, into the and ball. Is so that, that the only park that they do that? See, I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't know. But regardless, they started. Okay. I know they started doing it at Coors. Uh, they also did things like they moved their AAA team to Colorado Springs. Yeah. Because they needed their pitchers to start getting used to that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, didn't they have their AAA team in some like coastal city for a while? Probably. That, yeah. um, and and. But they and also I, started. I did go to that park, by the way. Okay. Yep. And they also started doing things in the way they developed their players and the free agency sign. Because if you guys remember Daryl Kyle, he was a pitcher for the Astros who threw a massive hook, like that huge twelve to six curveball, and signed from the Astros to to the Rockies because he was a great pitcher and they needed pitching. Well, shocking, the curveball doesn't work as well in Coors Field because of the altitude. It's not and, he, and he got rocked. He got rocked and then went on to uh, St. Louis where he rediscovered himself because, shocking, St. Louis is humid and there's air that can that can grip the baseball. Yeah. Then they started drafting and developing pitchers who threw two seamers and sinkers that could keep the ball on the freaking ground. And you want outfielders who can run because their outfield is massive. But see, that's the point of my whole mm-hmm. statement is what you're saying right there. You draft and you you yep. you adjust it. And uh, I think that's very interesting. You want right. to hear something stupid? Sure. Colorado Rockies, their AAA ballpark or ball club, until or through 2014 was the Colorado Springs Sky Sox. Yep. In 2015, they moved. Where? Albuquerque. Uh, They're the Isotopes. Yeah. Huh. Yes. Yeah, the Albuquerque Isotopes are now their AAA ballpark. And it's been AAA there for a while, huh? Since okay. 2015. 
Maybe wow. that's why they've sucked for so many years. Yeah, they've been bad. Interesting. But is Albuquerque up in the? See, when I went to Colorado Springs, yeah. we, ah. knew that, that we knew their brewer. Are connection. they elevated? Yes. Ah. The uh, they play their home games at Rio Grande, uh, Rio Grande uh, Credit Union Field at Isotopes Park in Albuquerque, New Mexico, at an elevation of five thousand one hundred feet. Above there you sea. go. So there they're you go. they're so triple. That's that's half of Denver, though, because they're half at a Denver, bus, but still it's up. still higher. Well, no, than I most. shouldn't say that. What are they at? Five thousand one hundred well, feet. Well, no, that's. That's basically Denver because they're like fifty two, fifty three hundred. Sure. That, that's the same. Yeah, so yeah. they're they're up there. So they moved, but they're high elevation still. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, huh? Can you really like adjust your your like your so. minor leaguers though, based on like? <sighs> Isn't that something? Yeah, I know. You know what I mean? It, I it almost feels like maybe you sign free agents more because you always hear about it. Oh, he'll do well in, in Miller Park with a short porch and wherever. Yeah. I wonder legit how much GMs think about that, though. Maybe they don't. Maybe they don't. Maybe they don't. I don't know. Name name a big, big name pitcher that is signed with the Rockies as a free agent. None. No, because they're not stupid. Who would be? Right. Who would who who would be? You've got you're the, you've got they, you've got twenty eight teams. The 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 team that you're leaving and the Rockies, you got twenty eight options. Who in God's name, whether you're a reliever or whatnot, I mean, I think a reliever might have a better track. But yeah. straight, whatever, yeah, straight it's straight suicide. It's suicide. Right. Yeah. So you, you, you know. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. But good, at the same good. time, you could, you could go through the Colorado Rockies system and you could play at the big league team for four years and mm-hmm. have an ERA that's maybe one full point over everybody else like you're fucking gold yeah right it's like exactly you're yeah. a rocky you play 81 games there so you have x amount of starts and jesus can you imagine you at a different park so it's, right it's, it's, it's people to, in the game know yeah right they're not well and, and that's where the the analytics of the statistics play right. in where you could have a career era as a rockies pitcher of uh, 4.3 but you're like, but, but you're, you're the real way yeah your away splits are one nine or two <laughs> because one, 12 and, of your home runs right would have stayed in the park at other places right so, yeah okay all right let's move on um should we do a how about a douche, douche of, the of the week? week? Yeah. Can yeah, I like start? A, sure. My douche of the week, I already spoke of him. Oh. It's Les Miles. Oh. <laughs> yeah, easy. Well, Les Miles yeah. is my douche of the week, and I'd also like to nominate him for the Dave Bliss douche of the um, Unanimous. I mean, I don't want to speak for it. Really, Josh? Yeah, I'm fine with it. Okay, I don't... I'm sorry, I kind of... I no, just no, thought no, no. That, that's fine. I mean, he didn't kill anyone and that's maybe he didn't not kill everybody's anyone. killed not everyone in the hall of fame our Who's current in? our current list of dave bliss dave bliss douche hall of fame yeah. uh co-authored uh, or co-sponsored by darren sharper hmm. is alex rodriguez <laughs> sponsored manny machado <laughs> grayson allen lance armstrong pete rose aubrey huff dave bliss Kellen Winslow Jr., John Rocker, Ray Carruth, Bill Romanowski, LeBron James, Chad Curtis, Javi Baez, Zach Stacy, Henry Ruggs III, Darren Sharper, Colin Kaepernick, Angel Hernandez, Trevor Bauer, Kyrie Irving, and that son of a bitch, Lawrence Levy, the Marlins man. So really only like a third or to a quarter of our list have murdered people. Yeah, so that's fair. I, I would vote for for less miles. 
I, I vote for him too. Travis? I, we have less. a unanimous. So we're going to add less smiles to the Dave Bliss Douche Hall of Fame. And Josh, I need to apologize. I no, mean, no. I, I shouldn't have voted on your behalf because we do have several murderers on that list. Mm-hmm. and uh, But we several, also have just, just common douchebags. We, I mean, too. we also we have Grace Allen, who right. maybe hasn't committed a crime <laughs> in his life, but tripped a yeah. lot of people. But. Our yeah, standards were lower back there's then. A difference. There's a difference. So. Angel Hernandez, who just sucks at his job. And no, no, fired. there's more to Angel there's Hernandez because he's that. a race-baiting. That's yes. true. I suck okay. at my job, but because I'm Hispanic, you did. Yeah, yeah, it's not my like, fault. That's him. Yeah. Right. Okay, yep. but Lawrence Levy is also on it. Too, Lawrence so. Levy, I'll yeah. tell you what, that that guy's a monster. He's a, he, he's not bitch. far from Stalin, is he? I mean, seriously, no, he's all. a monster. Yeah, no. have you seen him? Have no, you, you seen yeah. his well, face? then you tack on that he's a personal injury attorney who's nice. probably first with David Gruber. Probably is. You know he knows Gruber. Yeah, of course he has he does. Nerd fun, son yeah. of a bitch. Okay. Yeah. All right, my douche of the week, John Morant. Oh yes, uh huh. I like that, John Morant. I know where you're going, buddy. Yes, John Morant. But I didn't assault anybody. Didn't what? He just seems to have a problem with guns. <laughs> Well, not just guns, but posting his obsession with guns posting, on social media. <laughs> pulling out guns on social media. Well, and that's, after that's this, not the way to do it. No, after this came out the second time, um, our friend Mark sent us a, a text saying, John Morant is like, um, oh, God, why am I spacing on his name? Who's the running back? Maurice Claret. <laughs> who, <laughs> who, who was, you know, as talented as could be. And you know, pissed it all away because he's a knucklehead. Right. And and I said it's not not even the same level because John Morant was in position to be the face of the NBA. Like the guy is so unbelievably talented. I would, I would agree with that. Yeah. He could have been the guy, yeah, and yet right. he can't right. stop pulling out guns. What are you doing? Are you kidding me? To the point that you have to be suspended for how long? And on Instagram Live, and it's unbelievable. Like. That is a and you're going to get every person. possible break if exactly. you're him to like fix it. Don't right. Nope. And he just keeps on doing it. And there, yeah, you can't thing. like what, what the comedian. You can't fix stupid. You cannot he, fix stupid. And oh, by the way, when you try to fix stupid, that stupid person is liable to double or triple down on their stupidity because they also have this. You can't tell me what to do. Complex. Right. Yep. Exactly. So John Morant is my guy. Travis, who you got? It'll be quick, and uh, that's so what she, she said. said. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to include Aaron Rodgers in all my my doucheness. <laughs> I don't. I can't promise that, but mine is going to be the douches of the week, hmm. and I'll briefly explain why. Packer fans who now get on the Aaron Rodgers is the devil because he left the Packers and went to the Jets, and. Aaron Rodgers, these are a huge percentage of these people gave this guy the benefit of every doubt to just unrealistic terms. But he goes to the Jets, and I'm talking about the meatheads, right? That They're sitting around a bar, God damn Aaron Rodgers, Jesus Christ. And he left, and it's like, those are the douches. It's not so much douche, but it's stupid. 
It's just the stupid. You knew what you had with this guy many, many years ago. Yep. And I fall into a category of I'm no fucking genius. Josh, you're no genius. Justin, whatever. But we all knew Aaron Rodgers had significant head trouble, but we all knew he was an incredible football player. And we share that knowledge with tens and thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of other knowledgeable football fans. Mm. Yes, you you want wins? Yeah, he's your guy. You want Super Bowls? <laughs> well, there may, uh-huh. you want you want you want him working with new receivers coming in. You want him in in the, in the voluntary OTAs or whatever you you call them. No, not so much your guy. Aaron Rodgers was throwing out for the world for many years his personality, but these meatheads didn't see it as Aaron. Just I got the twelve jersey. I got my daughter in the twelve jersey. It's like Aaron Rodgers is. Now who he hasn't changed. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm done. Huh, good. Uh, Brucevus, our derivative of Festivus, something that makes us angry about sports. So we already talked about three people who make us angry. Let's talk something more about it. I'll be glad to start on okay. this one. Uh, this came to me like a thunderbolt while we were at the Minnesota United <laughs> game uh, this, this weekend, Justin. When you leave a stadium, any stadium, full stadium, it was packed at, at uh, largest at ca- largest uh, capacity or largest uh, attendance in Allianz Field history. Yeah, so there there's a bit of a social contract when you leave a stadium like that, right? Mm-hmm. You all just every other as far as the cars and the. I, I mean, in the stadium itself, as you're walking, like, as the people are moving out, because yeah. yep. you you still have sort of a right lane and left lane. Yes, some you are do. going yes, this way, do. some are going that way. Dum 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 Moving along, yep. dum dum. There's always a couple, usually led by the guy, who oh, decides yeah. he's got to get out quicker than we're moving, uh-huh. and he's gonna start doing this with his shoulders. Yeah. He's slipping through. Oh, there's a little opening. I'm gonna get there. I'm gonna pull my girlfriend. You through. might have been but a linebacker in high school. Yeah, but I, uh, well, yeah. hold on, no, hold on my hand. I'm gonna pull you through. Bag, Probably a douche. Right. It's like, dude, I don't care where you're going. I don't care if your ride is waiting for you. you told them to be there. Just wait, like everybody else. Because we're and, all in this shitstorm. Right. You're not helping by by sidewinding your oh, way yeah. through the group. It was and like the asshole that was driving behind us honking the horn on the yeah, way home. Right. Like I need to get out here faster when you driving five mile an hour is faster than everybody else is going to get you to your destination three and a half minutes faster. Right. Yep. Exactly. Just chill out, man. Mm-hmm. Maybe you got to mm-hmm. pee. Just hold it like everyone else. Right. Travis. Ultimately, they're throwing a cog in the system that's moving smoothly to begin with. Right. And you're just going to create an issue that makes us all slower. Right. I I I hearken back a little bit to um, Kellen um, Winslow Jr. when he talked about he's a soldier in the war. (laughs) Maybe it's because of, you know, July 4th or whatever. But I have always had the... When they're talking about NFL players or whoever, they're going into combat or they're going into battle, they're going into war. I know nobody means any disrespect, and almost no one means any disrespect, but maybe we could, maybe you could just cap it a little bit as this is a really brutal game and players can get hurt and whatnot, but you're not in combat. Right. And, and, and nobody means anything by it, but that's my proof for this. You remember Kevin Garnett in the playoffs? I'm gonna get my gat, get some Uzis, going in this next game. Like, what, the fuck th- you like, what are you Jesus talking Christ. about? Kev- <laughs> Kevin Arnett was the guy that also shouted anything is possible in the Boston Garden, and it's like, yeah, it is possible when you have the most talented team on the floor, Kevin. You fucking meathead. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, like, no, it's just 
Come on. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and, and, and that is like, so there we go. Justin. Uh, mine is the know-it-all uninformed fan that pretends that they know what they're talking about, oh. but then when oh. you try to correct them on something that they've uh, said incorrectly, they'll argue with you until you, they just say, well, we'll agree to disagree. Oh, oh, perfect. The we will agree to disagree is a universal thing, not in sports and whatever. It's like it is the go-to for people that don't know what the fuck they're talking about in any topic. Oh, we'll just agree to disagree. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just I just showed you were wrong. No, you're, it's not. It's not. We agree to you're disagree. You're wrong. You're wrong. Uh, you you can disagree with the truth, but yeah. we're not going to disagree. <laughs> we're not going to agree, yeah. agree to disagree. Well on this said, one. buddy. Uh, I'm well correct. Said. I'm going to give you the best example I've ever heard yeah. on that. Mm-hmm. So when I used to travel down to Chicago for work before the job I'm in, in now, I'd always tune into this uh, like sports talk radio show, and those guys were so fucking good. <laughs> so they would occasionally better be, than DK. What? Oh yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ! My so, luck not is better than DK. I'm sorry. <laughs> they they um, had a segment called Dumb you're Bears. Underestimating your left nut, coach. <laughs> <laughs> they they had a segment yeah. called Dumb Bears Arguments, <laughs> where where people would call in and give me what, what's the dumbest argument you've ever gotten in about the Chicago Bears before? Like let, let's hear it. And some dude called in. He's like, I got in an argument with a dude in a bar one time, who claimed that George Hallis's middle name was Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> Now, if, if you've ever if you if you've ever seen a Chicago Bears uniform on the shoulder, it says GSH for George Sherman Hallis because yeah. that's his name. And There's the no guys like there. I I pointed out like look at the uniform. That's his initials, George. No, no, no. I'm telling you, it's Franklin. Oh fuck, that's good. <laughs> oh my god, that is so good. Yeah, and oh he my did. God. You know. What do you and, say to that and guy? The guy? And the guy is not because he's already been told it's on their uniform, and he's tripling down. It's moron. You can't fix that. Right? And it's, it's not just dumb, but it's a. It's what is it? It's yeah. not just dumb because I, dumb is dumb. But then you're just like, oh fuck you! You don't want to fight? You know? Right? What is George Franklin Hallis? That is hilarious. Yeah. Usually, some some dude called in to him one time. He's like, "Yeah, I'm such a Bears fan. I, I named my daughter Hallis." I'm like, "Wait, wait, 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 what? You named your daughter what? Yeah, Hallis. Click. <laughs> like, no, we're done with you. Like, good it, for him. Yeah. But, and these are Chicago oh like guys. Like, 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 no, you name your fucking daughter Hallis. You don't we're do not, that. No, <laughs> it's not right. No, I, I don't right. want. No, I'm not talking to you. <laughs> Franklin. All right. All right. Where are we at? We're at no shit, no shit. What about anti-Brucevis? Uh, did we not? Did I skip over that? Yes. I'm sorry. I did. I absolutely did. I, I highlighted it too soon. Thank we, you, we can't. We can't be angry all the time. You're right. We have to make talk about something that makes us happy. Oh, I'll, I'll, oh, yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll start. So this is one I actually found by accident today. Um, doesn't matter how I found it, but... That's what she said? Mm, yeah, probably. Right. There's a golfer named Andy McGee or Andrew McGee, depending on what he goes on. By and it's a kind of a chicken shit PGA tournament. Do you know this story, Coach? You're nodding your head like it sounds familiar. All right, I, I need to hear more of it. To it's see if it's I'm maybe curious. the most amazing story that like hardly anybody knows about. He uh, he was in a PGA tournament and he had a couple tough holes, and he came up to a short power four with like some obstacles kind of deal it was like 313 yards 
and he's played this course a lot of times and he's never come close to driving it and he knew that the well it would have been the twosome in front of him was on the green and it was just like you know it's like listen I'll just, you know, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna come up 20 30 yards short he he took the swing course of play that's that's kind of what you want to do keep it going right so he hit this ball and he was pissed because of his last two holes and he hit like the best drive of his entire fucking life and so the guys are on the green and there's no video of this just because it's a chicken you know because mm-hmm. and he, he was nowhere near the lead or who gives us but there's two guys on the green and they're like getting ready for their putt and he rolls up the ball and you know we probably landed at 280 you know who knows right and it rolls up i swear to god it hits the guy's putter and it's an angle and it goes in the hole for a double fucking eagle okay why don't we know about this it's absolutely a legitimate true whatever that's so awesome. so he rolls up to the green and he explains that so there's like some pga tour official up there and he's like well fuck he's gonna get penalized because he hit into a group and mm-hmm. whatever and he it turns out that it is legal the shot was legal and it was like would have been like a rock or anything else that a ricochet he got a double eagle not only not penalized everything everything was good with the players because he he later explained listen i've never come within 30 yards you know right they're they're fine with it it's like the most bizarre so wow you haven't heard about it because there's no video there's video of you there's no video see it because video increases your reach reach how good is that (laughs) Oh, yeah. <laughs> so there you go. That's awesome. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I'll just make mine really quick. Uh, explaining the nuances of a sporting event or a sports uh, 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 rule or issue uh, you enjoy to your younger generation. Yes. Oh, and then the you. next time you get to uh, a similar situation, they remember, they get it, then they explain why it was. Oh, I was so hoping you weren't going the mansplaining thing. No. And like telling to a girlfriend or something. Uh, like, no, yeah. no, 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 kid. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. When you're when you're talking to your kid about it, like, why, why did they do that? Well, this is because they This wanted- is because of this and this and this. And then a similar situation in a different game pops up and then they are able to recognize what happened and uh, uh-huh. uh, relate it back that's to what awesome. you taught them. That's, that's really awesome. Yeah, because you know that they're yeah. not just listening to dad yammer on. They're mm-hmm. actually curious yeah. and they're absorbing it and then they're applying it. Oh, to that's it, great. To yes, knowledge. that's yeah, great. That's yeah. really good. Um, yeah, mine, I kind of touched on it way earlier, is the just the excitement of the trade deadline. Yeah. And, and even if you're a last place team, because the Brewers have been in that spot as sellers a lot, when you realize, like, shit, we could get something for this. Like when the Brewers sucked and they had Richie Sexton and was like, what are we what are we gonna do with this? And they ended up like yeah. flipping them to the to the Diamondbacks yes. for holy shit, I think I still remember most of that trade actually. They got back Lyle Overbreak, Craig Council, Junior Spivey, and uh, 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 I think, a pitcher. Uh, yeah, the, the the lefty, the weird lefty who had a great pickoff move. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, oh, ball sack. Oh, shit. What was his name? He had an incredible pickoff move. He made an all-star game. Fuck. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm going to have to look it up. Yeah, look it up. But anyway, my, my point is that even if you're a last-place team, um, you, you can get something that makes you excited about the future and yeah. and I, I just absolutely love it. It's going to kill me if I don't think about this because I loved watching that guy pitch. Shit. 
Junior Spivey, Craig Council, Lyle Overbay, and... Ah, damn it. All right. Uh, so just a, a touch on that for a mm-hmm. second. Oh, uh, Chris Capuano. Kiss Chris Capuano. And Jorge De La Rosa. That's right, yep. And they also traded Shane Nance with Richie Sexton. Why the fuck can I remember yep. that? Richie Sexton and Shane Nance for a player to be named later, which was Nuki Varner. Okay, good. Uh, Junior Spivey, uh, Craig Council, Lyle Overbay, Chad Moeller, oh, Chris Chad Capuano, Moeller. and Jorge De La Rosa. Chad Moeller also hit for the cycle with the Brewers. He sure did. Yep. Uh, okay, that brings back something to, yeah, uh, with the uh, trade deadline talk that we had. Mm-hmm. There were some like rumblings rumors uh the padres are going to be sellers and josh Hader coming back to the brewers in a a setup role to devin Hader. yeah or devin williams (gasps) oh i did it like you did yep you said devin Hader. (laughs) (laughs) i did the same exact thing you did Two years yep. ago. <laughs> so I was talking to Ben about this, and I've heard, I've seen it mentioned mm-hmm. on a couple of sites about like legit they... rumors and not just right. Ooh, oh, this be cool. Right. So here's why. So it's not their best need. They they it's don't not need their best bull... need. Mm-mm. They do need bullpen. They do need bullpen, but they don't. They've got. Uh, okay, they do it's... need a lefty. Now here's the question: You have to go to Devin Williams and say, "Are you willing to become yeah. a setup guy?" Right. You have to say that. Now, my understanding is that oh. Devin Williams was pretty tight with Josh Hader. Right. And maybe amicable to be say to, to say, yeah. yep, let him, let him have the knife. You're right. Or or do you keep Devin Williams as a closer and you use Josh Hader as in all of your leverage, all leverage like, situations like they used before to the do night? When, before, when they would bring him in the seventh yep. if they needed something. You have, you, you, need, to get, you need to get three outs thing. and that's your best pitcher to put it in. It's not because... Trading for bullpen help, never a bad idea. No. Never. I don't care how no. strong your bullpen is, never that, a bad idea. Because that's what matters. Yep. And, and, I, and I'll be damned. You, if, if you can go up to every game and know that from the sixth inning on, you're not going to give up any runs, Right. that's solid. So he, here's the other thing. Who's your GM now? It's Matt Arnold. Matt Arnold. Um, Stearns was the one Stearns that made, made that trade. That trade. Fuck that all up. Now if you're Matt Arnold and you – you become a savior in getting him back. A little bit, like you put a Band-Aid yeah, or you yes. start and, and how And how likely is Josh Hader to sign, sign extended so. long-term after? Because he he's he's a free agent next year. He won't sign long-term because the Brewers would never pay. We've talked about that. They'll never pay a guy that much money to pitch 70, 80 innings a year. Under Stern's watch, what about Matt Arnold? Is he willing he's to do it? He's not writing the checks. You're, you're right about that. He's not. He's not. Okay. But you, you, you're not wrong about that. I have heard that, too, yeah. and I think that would be awesome. Yeah. If oh, for nothing sure. else, yeah. I don't think you'd have to give up the farm by any, no, by any uh-uh. means for him. No, uh-huh. you're, you're certainly giving back less than what you got. Oh, oh hell yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think it'd be cool to see it. Yep. All right. Um, where are we at? No, no shit, no shit. No shit, no shit. Sure. It's empty. Yeah, I think we've all had six. Roger. All okay, right. no shit. Do you want something else to drink, Travis? No. Okay. All right, no shit, no shit. Yes, he does. <laughs> I don't really have anything for him. I'm sorry. You know, smokehead? <laughs> no smokehead <Jeez>. whiskey. <laughs> yeah. Oof. All right, no shit, no shit. Um, so the no shit is the duh. Duh. Right. Uh, let's start with that one. Who wants to go? Go ahead. Somebody go. Go ahead. 
<laughs> Can't win the lottery if you don't play. Fuck, that's a good one. Thank God, you. I wish I would have thought of that. Oh, Coach. Jesus Christ. Damn it. Uh, mine, I'll go with mine quick if you don't mind. Yeah. Because um, it could have been a dumb a dumb quote. It was, uh, you guys remember Tim McCarver, right? The analyst that did MLB games? Yeah. Oi. Uh, one thing about ground balls, they don't get out of the ballpark. Oh, he, Thanks, Tim. He doesn't miss a beat, does no, he? No, he doesn't. Mm-mm. Go ahead, Justin. No, I got nothing. Oh, okay. Perfect. So um, the other no shit, the amazing part is, on average, 22 people are killed a year by cows, and five people are killed by sharks. No shit. Do you know the mechanism of injury about dying via cow? Um, it's most obviously of them are kicked in sex. the chest. What? Say it again. <laughs> what? <laughs> Oh, did I miss something good? Yeah. yeah. What did he say? That's obviously during sex. Okay. That would make sense, too. I would imagine you could get hurt pretty badly. But you're thinking... Because like, even a consensual kicked. cow yeah. is going to be a handful. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I think you're getting kicked is probably the right answer there. Um, <laughs> kicked or fallen on, for sure. For sure. Yep. And you got to understand, there's some 87-year-old folks are still milking cows. Oh, from, absolutely. Yeah. And probably some cardiacs are a tribute to the cows. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, yeah. uh, well, I guess this, my opening statement could kind of, <coughs> excuse me, Hang could there, kind of be yeah. like, uh, no shit. Lake Superior, it's pretty big. No shit. <laughs> yes. You know, Lake Superior's three quadrillion gallon capacity is enough to cover both North and South America in a foot of water. That's amazing. If you drained Lake Superior, you could cover both North and South America in one foot of water. North America, I would have been surprised at. North and South South America. America. Yep. Three quadrillion gallons. If you wanted to raise uh, Lake Superior by one inch, you need to short show it pornography. You need to what? Show it pornography. That's good. It's like one inch. Just raise it. No, that's no, genius. No, no. no to, coach, to, to raise it, to raise the water level. <laughs> He's a peach, ain't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To raise uh, the water level of Lake Superior one inch, you need to add 551 billion gallons of water. Jesus. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Those are numbers that are just... You know they're accurate, but they're just bizarre. Right. It's huge. Yeah. It's the, uh, it contains, or, or uh, Lake Superior contains 10% of the planet's fresh water. Fresh water. Jesus. All right. It's big. It is big. <laughs> and, and deep. I think it's deeper than the it's other deep. Great yeah, Lakes, yeah, right? I'm, I'm like, sure that's where it comes from, right? Yeah, like it's the like thir- 1,300 feet deep. Good Lord. And that doesn't, yeah, I mean, you know, it, it varies, but, mm-hmm. and if you look at it in a map, it's like Lake Michigan, Lake Superior, you know, they're the two big ones, they look kind of similar, but I yep. bet Superior is just it's that just much deeper. Massive. It's massive. There's, huh. what, uh, I thought I saw something in there, like there are 10,000 lives that were claimed, 10 or 11,000 no lives it. that have been claimed on Lake Superior, sort of the and years. many of the people that uh, end up drowning or, or sinking in Lake Superior are never recovered. Do you know how long it takes from Manitowoc, Wisconsin, to Ludington, Michigan. And this is serious. No. Six beers. I've done it twice. <laughs> and it was six beers each time. Jesus. If if the sun begins to set 
on the 80 Eastern. miles 80 miles at yeah it's a four-hour freaking deal yeah that's uh, uh 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 andre the giant type of, yes. of drinking right there yeah no what one uh two beers every hour that's what it is it's a four-hour deal buddy yeah okay it's a long trip all right my, of course you gotta saddle up your, your vehicle afterwards anyway go where we at uh, so my no shit was there's a uh, a Brazilian guy named Carlos Kaiser who managed to have a 10-year professional soccer career despite never playing in a game and basically being a professional con artist. So he wow. he was one of those guys who looked like a soccer player, could like dribble a soccer ball, but couldn't do anything, anything. But he still played 10 years as a professional. How did he do this? Wow. So he would become he would befriend soccer players, put on little like shows where he would dribble around and teams would go, Wow, that looks pretty good. And this is beginning in like the early eighties. Okay? okay. So not that long ago, right. but no. still long before like the internet and, and anything right. like that. So he would he would get himself a little tryout and they would say, Oh wow, yeah, you look like you can play. And then he would Pretend to have a hamstring injury when it came to <laughs> game time. The technology back then was you couldn't do an MRI or anything no. like that. So if they pushed a little bit further, he had a dentist who would claim <laughs> who would claim that he had a focal infection, whatever that was, and couldn't do any any further testing. Genius. He would also befriend journalists who would write fictional stories about him to like trump up his like That's awesome. his talent. That's so great. He even used fake mobile phones which back in that time were expensive and rare and he would have fake conversations with other teams. Like where, I'm going your way. I'm not happy. Oh. No. He would what? say, no, 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 I'm not going with you. Nope, I don't want that transfer. I'm staying with, with I these guys. I love these guys. guys. Okay. Yep, exactly. <laughs> so he continued this for, for years. He he got busted a few times, but again, in the early 80s, like there was no like networking of, of all this. He got signed by some like French team, and they introduced him. It's like, yeah, hey, here's our new signing. And they put him out there to do a little show, and he got nervous that they would like, see that he can't really kick the ball. So instead, he just started booting balls into the crowd, into the fans, <laughs> and was kissing the badge on his shirt. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, just enough skill to do that. Just yeah. enough skill to, to do that, yep. And he continued it for for 10 years. For a decade. For a decade. He eventually wow. signed a, a deal for like a film about his career. But he like just slipped under oh, that radar good. before like the internet would get going and wow you imagine like taking a fake phone call from another team like so no 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 i'm no i know you want me psg but i'm i'm not coming there i'm i'm happy these wow. guys have dealt well with me and my injuries they've mm-hmm. treated me right yeah wow. right it, it's it's like the yeah. catch me that's if unreal you, yeah the catch me if you can thing yeah. of the oh, that's yeah. cool unreal yeah nice yep okay. good for him all right, where are we at? We got the no shit. Oh, that's what she said. That's what she said. Yes. All right. Things in sports or life that you would listen to and you would think that Michael Scott would pop out of the corner and say, that's what, that's she, what she, she said. said. Yep. I'll start. There's a team, a soccer team in France called Stade Brestois. I think that's how you say it. They're from Brest. 
Yeah. City of the Breast. I Googled them. The ESPN entry, Breast Soccer. Breast News, Scores, Stats, and Rumors. Breast Squad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Visit ESPN to view oh, Breast Squad and player information. <laughs> just, just breast. <laughs> nice. I, I love I was. Uh, I play for Breast. I was watching this second-rate uh, racing video, sprint cars, because that's what I do. And um, it isn't so much the words, which are good in and of itself, but it's the enthusiastic nature of the announcer that said it. He's talking about a couple cars, one high on the track, one low. Sometimes you just have to jam it in that hole. <laughs> Nice. And that's, that's what she said. said. I'm just like, I'm sitting there myself, and I'm like, that's what she said. Nobody's around. <laughs> Thinking about Justin and Josh. Hey. And I actually. I'm jamming in her back. What? what? Huh? No, you, for the pocket. The, oh, oh, that's what she said. Oh, if, you, if you two monkeys can't figure out what I meant, that's your problem. So, but I immediately got out my notepad because I have this cordless. Uh, phone so yeah it was uh god in the way nice. he said it it was just so yeah. fucking perfect okay uh mine came during uh came huh. during the uh austin minnesota united soccer match hmm. the uh esteemed announcer in this one callum williams love him love the guy he's an awesome announcer apple tv now um fine british fella fine british fella so it, it uh, imagine a British accent while he's saying this. Mm-hmm. Austin has been loose and sloppy in the back. <laughs> Jesus, really? <laughs> loose and sloppy. Loose and sloppy in the back. I bet you could find a female porn star named Austin, too. That Absolutely. That would... <laughs> That's what she said. Oh, Austin, you whore. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're on to a funny death story. Oh, yes. I will gladly go with this one. And I'm going to, after I say the headline, I'm going to show you guys the picture that this news agency <laughs> decided to go with Oh yeah. on this one. Uh, here's the headline. Kansas hunter fatally shot by dog in tragic accident. Here's the picture they went with. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> What the hell is that? It's a stock photo of a lady under a tree on a beautiful sunset playing fetch with her dog. After the headline says that a dog shot a guy. Fucking murderous dog. What's wrong with you? (laughs) They couldn't find another. They couldn't find anything else. What a snarling dog, just to make it interesting. But yeah, the guy was driving around in his truck. I I, I think he was the passenger, and apparently they had a like a gun just laying in the back seat with the dog, and the dog stepped on it and shot off around around and killed the dude. But here, let's put a very photogenic picture of a lady playing. That's the best. That's the best oh part. That's the best part. That's what. It's, a, it's almost like someone be using like a cholesterol med infomercial, yeah. right? right? <laughs> like they could have just put it aside. That's hilarious. Or something. Are you kidding me? Right. Look at this. Look at that. 
it's so serene and so peaceful. And, and in two they seconds, use. that dog's going to pull out a nine and just like cap her in the yeah, head right. based on that headline. You could you could use <laughs> that Fucking same people. image in a Viagra commercial. Yes. <laughs> Dude, you could use it for anything. You know? I, I wish that translated to a podcast, but you, you got to see this. Image. God, that's oh, good. Fantastic. I know. All right. Who's next? I'll go. Okay. Since I'm already on double secret probation for the uh, beer... Wow. Are you gonna double, double up, up on a death story too? <laughs> I'm ten percent thinking it's been done. It's oh. in India, oh. which is the Florida of the rest of the world. <laughs> <laughs> I'd give his name, but it's no almost impossible. Naga, Naga, not gonna work here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, he was driving around and he saw what he thought was an injured bear. Well, you know where this is going, right? Oh no. Instead of calling the authorities, he opted to get a selfie with the distressed animal. I'm already thinking I have not said this. No, I'm happy. no, we haven't heard this one. No, we have. So, he wasn't the only dummy. There were uh, other people, uh, passengers in the car. Instead of intervening, they also pulled out their mobile phones. This is uh, 2018. He neared the bear. He was the guy that it sounds like, even though they don't say it, it sounds like he was the guy that says, well, I'm going to get up close and get the closest selfie. <laughs> As he neared the bear, even these passengers that like the selfie idea were quote-unquote advising him against his plan. Batara, <laughs> he was determined to fulfill his selfie mission. Once he was within reaching distance, the bear was not as injured as it seemed. <laughs> he lunged forward. It pinned Mr. Batard to the ground, killing him on the spot. So it yes. had to, like, crush his chest yes. or something crazy. Not going to be living then, anymore. Then, perhaps disgusted at this epic display of homo sapien apathy, a stray dog joined in and attempted to save the man and try to fight off the bear. No! The bear, however, seemed to believe that the world had one too many self-taken humans and finished off Batara. Once the body was retrieved, forest officials treated the bear for his injuries. What? The dog was unharmed. Well, he... It sounds like the bear legitimately did have some kind of issue he was why he wasn't acting normal yeah. i get that what whatever that was i guess could be anybody's guess but the dog is fine the bear Good. is fine and Good. the dumb guy is dead and i am just as happy as Perfect. hearing that larry nassar yep. got stabbed in prison <laughs> seriously because yeah. you can't be that fucking stupid and reproduce right. and i hope the guy didn't reproduce before he died but we know he's not now right, right. Absolutely. Yep. No, I Maybe agree. his girlfriend was there and she got scared into not wanting to have sex again. I don't know. Uh, so, where are we at? Justin's. Uh, Michael Godwin. He was 28 years old yeah. at the time Florida. of his death in March of 20, era of 1989. Hmm. Uh,. According to a state correction spokesperson, Francis Archibald. <laughs> oh, boy. It was a strange accident. Uh-huh. He was sitting naked on a metal commode. We've all been there. So Godwin was an American criminal that was convicted of murder, and mm. he was initially given yeah. a death sentence by execution. Mm-hmm. So there were some... Um, there were some issues or whatever. Oh, his man. attorney has appealed it, and his conviction to death was overturned and reduced to a life life imprisonment. 
All right. Uh, some backstory. He was uh, first in prison, but was given some sort of work release from prison. I don't know if it was parole or if this was long enough uh, in the 80s that uh, you were given a prison sentence, but you were still allowed to like go out and work. Um, during this uh, prison sentence, which he was initially uh, confined for robbing a woman at knife point, uh, he beat up a 27-year-old woman and beat her to death Ugh. with an electric iron in her West Columbia apartment. Oh, Jesus. So he's in prison, gets this life sentence. Um, so he's in uh, prison, and he gets a second chance at life because his electrocution um, a death sentence was overturned. Mm-hmm. So... Fast forward to one day in his cell, he's taking a shit and sitting naked on his metal toilet, and he is trying to also fix his broken TV, because when you're in prison, why wouldn't you fix your broken TV while you're defecating? (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately for him, as he was trying to fix the wires of the headphones... Uh, he placed the headphone wires in his mouth to uh, bite one of the wires to pull out another one. He electrocuted himself while sitting naked on his prison toilet. Yes. Oh, yeah. Michael Godwin received the death penalty naked on the toilet. <laughs> and then, and, and it's did, perfect. South, the it was South Carolina. I, I was oh, actually going to say yeah. that because of Columbia. So, yeah. Yep. Yeah. But, uh, didn't that, get his final meal, which is That perfect. is beautiful. That is awesome. Good for him. Good for him indeed. Those are the feel good. We've stories. had a lot of good. Oh, we've had Nasser. We've had this stupid mm-hmm. lion guy, and probably some other stuff. So. Yeah. All Where right. We, we got a Gruber, and then we rate the beer. All right. <laughs> I'll uh, start out with a Gruber. What would we rather do than hear narrow ass David Gruber say? That's what she said. No. Shit. <laughs> One call. That's. So, you do have that God down to a yeah, One call, that's all. All right. What I would rather do than hear that is see my ex-wife. little nerd. Oh, don't, don't interrupt him. Sorry. I'd rather see my ex-wife win the Powerball tonight. Oh, Boy, that is unbelievable. Yeah. Wow. Oh. Oh, can you imagine, Justin? Think about your ex winning the Powerball tonight. Oh my god, I would throw up. Yeah. So hard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I wouldn't like it if my you know, wife won either. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> Not even an ex. <laughs> you know you know what though? Well if she still, if she yeah. did, she would be dead in five years yeah. anyway and the kids would get mm-hmm. it. So Yeah, you're gonna be fine. Bing bang boom. I'm I don't okay underestimate your ex wife's ability to burn through that money in five years. Oh god. I don't. I don't. It no, would you're be right. impressive to do no, it, right. but yeah. some can. I don't. No, Just right. uh, Travis, what do you got? Um, where am I at here? I would rather be Joe Biden's Scrabble partner. <laughs> I have another one. I have another one though, because we can't do political. <laughs> That's really good. We can't do political. That's shit, really so good. Whoops, that <laughs> slipped out the word hole. I'm gonna go with I would rather clean up the Titan sub. Oh, oh God! Oh, there's so much mush in there. There's That's, mush. That's yeah, all. There's a lot of mush. mush. Yeah. Three three thousand meters, oh. yeah. Okay. Yuck. I would rather bang Joey Behard. We've used Joe Boy. That's great. I mean, I, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd rather bang her. Is she still on TV? Yes. Is she? Really? Yeah. Uh, That's good. That you mean say that every time. I love that. 
Yeah. Yeah. All right. Nice. We have to rate the beer. Do we want to rate it now or would what we did three years ago? No. Years I ago? stick to because I'm the one that caused this issue. Um, I will tell you that because I made it colder this time with a large igloo cooler that holds a lot of gallons, I would imagine, hmm. with ice, 20-pound bag, not including what I took out of the freezer at my house, um, it was better this time. I'm going to go with a double stretched into a triple hmm. because it was that good. Okay, And thank God I did it because we never would have experienced it again. Josh, I'm going to guess you're going to say this was a single in the gaff that could possibly be stretched to a double. No. You said gaff. Uh, oh, if we're not going to do the same thing, i got to fix my notes here. No, you know what I'm going to say? Just be Why? honest, Coach. Just be honest. What are you saying, Josh? Double play. Double play. Oh, okay. <laughs> maybe ending, ending, game ending. Yes. Maybe, maybe, no. pl- maybe seasoning double play, Josh. Yeah, that's fair enough. Good. That How about you, Coach? Are you going to lie, too? Because no, we know this was a great beer. You understand the play on words I just made, Travis, right? It's a double play. Oh, double play. <laughs> oh my God, he didn't even catch it. Oh, I thought he was all pissed off because he thought it was a good... <laughs> I, think we've just, I think we've just named it. Double play. You got that? Double play. Switching the cheat. You? All right. God. Travis's face legitimately changed colors and expression within a quarter second of recognizing. <laughs> yep. Double play. Oh, no. I, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, just, yeah. That's just, folks, great to be back. Um, I think we need to end it here. Um, your patience and... Uh, yeah, I'll I'll oh own everything. God, I'll own so the last good. three hours because that was. That <laughs> did was you that, rate it by the way, Justin? That was extra dumb. I did. I did two years ago. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're out. Everybody, take care. See you next time. I used to be so smart.